beat nuts, Mr. Meth. You know how we do. Se acabó. Free drinks on the house. Welcome to MTGP Australia, a podcast showcasing the up-and-coming Muay Thai Grand Prix shows right here in Australia, with your hosts, Kevin Fuller and Darius Douch. Overjoyed, doing sick handstands like Jacko. Picked up tall MCs from Cape York to Subiaco. It's a simple fact, though. Australia's the place. Rejoice get pissy rush when we snake Pegasus and brace. Feel the good karma. Welcome to episode eight of the Muay Thai Grand Prix podcast. In today's episode, Gavin and Darius break down the main card of a very successful night with three WBC Muay Thai belts up for grabs. We also have newly crowned WBC International Heavyweight Champion, Perth's own Alex the Viking Roberts. Let's get into it. Hey, uh, intro there, Bundy. Thank you. And aren't we looking forward to having the big man Alex joining us a little yeah. bit later oh, in the show? Yes, right? Alex. As soon as he's finished work, we'll look forward to seeing him. Mate, that Absolutely. Was, that, was a, that was a bit of a... Um, what was, what can I, how can I say? How can I put this? Respectfully, it was a one-sided fight. It was. It was a one-sided fight, and it was. I've never seen. I've never seen Alex fight. I've never seen big heavyweights go for it. And mate, it was yep. brutal. It was fucking brutal. Yeah, Sorry. Look, uh, we'll, <laughs> we'll talk about strategy and stuff and how we fought a little bit later. But yeah. he certainly had a bit of a different style about his fight. Um, mm. I'll, you know, we'll talk about it later. But he certainly didn't rush in for the kill like he normally does. He was very selective and yep. quite strategic in the way that he. Um, he, he you know, looked look for the knockout. But we'll discuss that later there, yeah, Bundy. So. Mate, I just want to, firstly, first off, I want to thank the listeners and the subscribers. Um, no, he's fine. He's fine. Mate, the, um, the last episode, e- each episode's been getting better and more popular. Like, the last episode, was the w- that was the most downloads we've ever had. So, oh, thank, thank you, you to everyone that listened. Thank, thank you very 15 much. Fouls, 15,000 is pretty good, <laughs> sir. Yeah, thanks for all the <laughs> listeners 115,000. Jeez, uh, we're not Joe Rogan. But anyway, we'll get, we'll get there. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. Mate, and so it's probably something we need to do more often, Bundy. We only do these episodes just before the show and just after. But oh, we've got something. In, we've got, we've got yeah, a few I things in we'll the pipelines. Maybe we'll, we'll do a couple of episodes in between this show and the next show. I think we will. That I just 14, look out, look out. That yeah. So, so guys, so subscribe. So if you subscribe, the notifications come through when when uh, when these beautiful episodes do come through. Excellent. So the night. How did you think the night went, boys? Well, it was, um, you know, we had, we had a lot of fights, didn't we? What did we have there? We had 19 bouts. So, 19, um, yeah, it was a long day. Uh, you know, we were, Gavin and I, uh, depends how you rate the show, I suppose. Gavin and I were very happy with the matchmaking. Um, the matchmaking and the amateurs and the pros, uh, the, the fights were, were amazing. Fantastic fights. Very low percentage uh, stopped early. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the venue, the crowd, everything was on point. Um, yeah. I, d- I don't think there's really, there's any complaints. The only... Slightly sour thing, I suppose, um, and not all that sour. But it was great to see Caitlin Tucker and Victoria, who we'll talk about yeah, in, in a minute. For sure. um, you know, it was it would have been nice to have had a winner, but uh, you know that fight. Uh, the WBC rules are for the titles only. That fight came under the commission rules, yep. and uh, you know the commission allowed draws, which uh, we stopped with MTA many many years ago. Um, I think judges need to find a winner, but in this case, the rules were that uh, draws were allowed. So it kind of, I felt. I actually feel a bit bad for for, girl, for both girls. I thought maybe one of them could have won, but to see them, I suppose, more relief 
not losing, if anything, in a tight fight. To see happy that how happy they were afterwards, Gab. Yeah, and very they tight, did the interview yeah. together with Daniel Dawson. It all seemed pretty good. I haven't heard anything too negative about it. But no. I don't know. I just like to, I like to see a winner when you think about all the hard work that gets put into it. Um, but look, it, it was a yeah. draw. It was a majority draw, and mm. you know, it would have been very, it would have been very upsetting to, for one of those girls to lose, I suppose, as well. It was such such a good fight. But on that note, we might as well should we Get kick you. into it and discuss this fight, Gab? Yeah. Let's get into it. Let's get into uh, it, yeah. Victoria's it. second fight in a row for us on yeah. MPGP and second fight this year. So, look, Caitlin Tucker from Lucky Nine Gym in Christchurch. Lucky Nine Gym, I should say. Uh, her and her coach, Scott, you know, I said it before in the other episode, but they've been really, really, you know, amazing to deal with. Um, you know, Scott's a promoter himself, so he's not silly. He knows how the game works. He understands mm. how it all Fantastic works. Fantastic guy. Yeah, yeah, great guy, great, great guy. guy. Yeah, and, you know, shout out to you. Yeah, and so, you know, they really... Shout they, out to, like, Nine Limbs. Lucky nine, Jimmy. Lucky yeah. nine. That they were, nine, yeah. they were, um, you know, their pre-show marketing and the stuff they did on Instagram, and you know, just the way they promoted uh, the, themselves for the fight. I thought it was really class. And I tell you what, that that really is a bit of a. Um, and some fighters do it well, and some not so much. And that's a bit of a, a, a bit of advice for all pro fighters out there. If you want to get out there on the big shows, have a look at Caitlin mm-hmm. Tucker. Look at the work that she put into. Uh, you know, the bout and leading the weeks leading up to it. She was really busy on social media. And, um, you know, I take my hat off to her and Scott and, and thank them for, for the work they did to really promote the show and their own fight. Um, geez, Caitlin, she came to fight, smiled on her face the whole time. <laughs> she never stopped smiling. I tell you what, Victoria's um, counter fighting and yeah. uh, her defense, mm. most girls would not have been able to cope with the pressure that Caitlin put on her. Yeah. Victoria's, uh, I think it's, I think Victoria's got that kind of, uh, on the back foot, she, she snaps out that right kick to the, to, to the body and then she finished it off with a, with a right cross, right punch to the face and that was her go-to move and it worked really well for her, didn't it, Gav? Yeah, that's been one that she's been working on quite a lot. As I said, I think I've said it on a few podcasts before, it's a very Iman Barlow-esque yep, kind of style, right kick, right punch because normally when you right kick, they come back left kick uh, so it's that right kick and right punch to set them off balance to throw that left kick. My old mate Harold Olsen was the master at that. Yeah. If you know, they saw Harold Olsen fight in the day. He, that, that was yeah. his go-to move. Especially if, smart. They're coming, if they're coming back with a left kick straight away, that right punch just sets them off yeah. balance. Yeah, it certainly does. But, you know, Victoria wasn't just on the back foot. She came forward when she needed to. I just thought that Victoria played the aggression and the forward stance of Caitlin very well. But Caitlin's uh, move forward... Um, style and aggressive striking, and Caitlin, sh- her striking Very was strong was hands, it was legs, it was she had everything, Gav, didn't she? Yeah, it was a yeah, it was a, it was a great it was a, it was tip for tap fight, score for score, kick for kick, punch for punch. Um, well, you know. well, well it was a bit more than that. It was it was a tale of two different styles. Mm. Caitlin was coming forward, strong, um, you know, hand hands and. Um, phone uh caitlin came forward aggressively with you know huge you know great hands great legs great kicks and victoria really did wait for it and you know obviously victoria knew her game style but she had a really good game plan on that back foot and the way she you know counteracted that aggression and defended that aggression and came back with her own uh it was really it really was a a great uh, style versus style fight i thought oh it was amazing yeah i mean credit to both girls both champions uh um how they Probably applied themselves both in uh, ripped condition, both weren't they? Ri- both in and out the ring, mm. and I thought the uh, 
interview at the end was classed by Bundy. That was an amazing interview. Yeah. Yep. And I'll tell you what, Bundy, you might even want to throw that interview into this podcast, if you don't mind. It's all coming. All the interviews from the, from the main car will and be yeah. after... Daniel Dawson's interviewing style, Fantastic. the way he connects with the fighters yeah. and really I'm digs deep and asks the right questions. Knowledgeable. In the fight. three of them together. I mean, I don't even know if these today's fighters, for, for all you uh, listeners out there, uh, watching and all you fighters, getting, all you fighters getting interviewed by Daniel Dawson. I don't even know if you guys understand who, Daniel what kind of Muay Thai royalty you, you're getting. <laughs> Kalgoorlie, no, I'm being serious. You, Kalgoorlie kid. Well, yeah. hang on, guys. What I'm trying to say, I don't know if these young people actually understand the depths of how good Daniel Dawson was. The man that's interviewing them is a legend in Muay Thai. Unboxing. Fought and beat John Wayne Park. And boxing, yeah, and boxing. Unkey boxing. Yeah, but we're talking about Muay Thai, so I'm just saying it'd be interesting to know know how many of these fighters actually know Daniel's (laughs) background. You know, perhaps Caitlin doesn't, coming from New Zealand. I I do recommend anyone that hasn't watched the trilogy of Daniel Dawson and John Wayne Parr, watch all three of those fights. Fantastic. Yeah, certainly was. But yeah, look, and Caitlin and Victoria gave quite interesting. Their, 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 um, not physique, well, their their body tops or their, their physiques. Um, almost the same height, I reckon. Both strong girls, fit, shredded, muscly. I mean, they had almost identical body types. Yes. Well, I mean, muscly in a sh- in a shredded way. You can no, be they were. muscly they, and shredded. They are I don't mean fit. Arnold yeah. Schwarzenegger, but I'm just saying, yeah. muscly and shredded and and fit was what I'm trying to say. Just yeah. c- absolute athletes. They they look very similar in body types. What a girls' fight to put on the card. Oh, unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. And then secondly, what an ambassador for the girls' fights they both were. Yeah. I mean, Victoria's always had that following and always been very strong on social media. It was just good to see someone actually fighting Victoria. So two girls, you know, two people in that one fight actually promoting it really, really well. I mean, Victoria's sponsored by Lululemon nationally. So that's 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 huge for a, for a that's Muay Thai fighter. Yeah. So prop, props to Victoria for that. But yeah, look, I thought that was a really good fight. Um, mm. Look, it was a draw and, and perhaps a draw is the best outcome. Perhaps maybe my old school views are a, a bit outdated. Maybe a draw is the way to go. I'm not sure. I'm certainly not. Um, saying who I think won the fight because I w- haven't watched it that in- intently, um, but you know maybe that was the best outcome, and you know we'll, we'll probably try to run it back one day. Rematch, Gabe, Gabe, a rematch. What do you reckon? A rematch. Yeah, yeah. maybe not the next show, but yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll run it back at some time if both camps if both camps are interested. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, big, and you just don't know. It. You just don't know where the cookie crumbs, the cookie is going to crumble. So that's like easy for me to say <laughs> after two two bottles of Heineken. Uh, <laughs> You just don't know what's going to happen the next five to six months. You know, an international belt might become vacant. You know, it's just like, you just got to keep your finger on the pulse as a yeah. promoter. Both girls uh, deserve to be promoted in the posi- positive lights. Both put, both put on a great fight. Both ambas- ambassadors for girls' sport. And if you're an up-and-coming girl fighter and you see those two fighting and how they condu- conducted themselves in and outside of the ring, as I said, the post-fight interview, both a credit to the sport. Yeah, yeah, and look out. I won't spoil it for the promoter, um, but look out for an announcement for Carl- Caitlin Tucker to be fighting on the East Coast on a, on a massive, uh, uh, another Australian promotion against yeah. a big opponent. So I look forward to watching Caitlin Tucker fight on that show. Right, we better keep moving on, shall yeah, we, before, we, before we get into the next fight, here's the interview. All right, guys, here we are. Our first main card of the night. Oh, my God, what a... I can't even talk too much about this. It was an incredible matchup. I've got both ladies here for a reason. The fight was back and forth, nonstop war. Two very different styles going at it and two very amazing style sets sort of adapting and adjusting through the whole fight. I've got both here. It was deemed a draw by the judges. Unanimous draw too, through the judges. So uh, I think, Caitlin, I'll go to you first. Vic from home. Caitlin, I'll go to you first. Um, just quickly, what's your quick thoughts on the fight? Just on the fight. Quick thoughts on the fight. So uh, well, I had so much fun, honestly. It was really good to get back in the ring since uh, October last year was my last fight. And 
it didn't go to plan because, of course, you want to get the unanimous win. Of course, of course. And, um, yeah, I didn't do everything I wanted to do, but I definitely put on a show and, yeah, threw heaps of stuff that I also didn't expect, so that's always fun. <laughs> awesome, amazing. All right, straight to Vic. We'll go to Vic this time. Vic, just again, your quick reaction from the fight, and then we'll, get, we'll dig into it a bit more, but your quick reaction from the fight, what's your thoughts? Yeah, look, um, I, I don't know what to say in terms of the decision. I've never been in a draw situation, yep. so that was like <laughs> weird, sort of standing center ring for like five minutes, felt like ten Waiting four. for the yeah. decision, <laughs> but I knew it was going to be really, really close. Yep. Um, Caitlin obviously aggressed really well. She landed yep. some fucking wicked shots. Yep. Sorry for the swearing, but um, I've never really met a girl of Caitlin's, you know, strength, yes. speed, forwardness yeah you know good in the clinch pretty much good everywhere she didn't yep. I just didn't really see a hole in her game yep um and I guess I knew coming into the fight but you never know until you get into the ring and she was everything I expected her to be so amazing hats off I think we're probably gonna have to meet in the ring again oh my goodness um, yeah. you guys do it again. yeah oh obviously God, like the best this is the best Seriously. everyone watching like worldwide obviously yep. probably not outside of Australia yep. New Zealand but if you want this fight like mm. It's yeah, a pretty awesome fight. Man, you cannot go wrong with this fight. I'm going to break it down a little bit now as well. So, look, we had two very different styles, and I think the fight went in, in two different directions. At the start of the fight, it came, came out so aggressive, so strong, really walked forward and landed a lot of shots early. Uh, and I sort of, through the from watching as, a, as an observer, as a fan, like I watch as a fan as well, watching is like, okay, really took control in, during that first half of the fight. But the first round mostly, in that second round, I could see some adjustments from Vic as in just the timing, evading, and then starting to counter back. And see some really nice whipping, like cracking kicks coming back, cracking kicks coming forward. And it was, uh, it was just see, like you started to get that little bit of timing and movement going through to the second and third. And it traveled through the fourth and fifth. But the relentless pressure, even though you're moving and countering, the relentless pressure has to be sort of scored as well. So it was such a... When I watched it, I was, like, I was like, I took the judges, like, who won? Like, who? I was like, I always ask the judges, I also sneakily ask, like, who did you pick? Who did you pick? You know? And they're like, they have to tell me. <laughs> but they're like, oh, man, I don't, I don't know. I can't, I don't know. It's so hard to score, you know? So, yeah. guys, like, first, what, fans, well done. What a great match to watch. Ladies, well done, hey. Congratulations on such a good effort. Um, I'll go with you, Kelly. If anyone you'd like to thank, um, helping the build-up, coaches, anything like that, family. <coughs> um. Just my lucky nine team at home. Like, honestly, nice. the amount of support I've had. Oh, it's making me emotional. Oh, well done. Honestly, everyone is Such just so amazing at supporting me and my journey getting over here. Yeah. So I just want to thank them and also Darius and the crew for inviting me over here. Like, it's a massive honour, just even yeah. a big deal to be like, hey, do you want to fight on our show? And, of course, <laughs> to Vic for not pulling out, even though she had COVID a few weeks ago. Yeah. So thank you so much because you put on a solid performance regardless of that. Yeah. So. Thank oh, you. Amazing. Thank you. Thank you, Kayla. Awesome. And Vic as well. Like anything you'd like to anything you'd like to express and thank from the fight. Um yeah, um, yeah firstly thank you to Caitlin. Um she brought the fight, you know, came all the way over to New Zealand and yeah, oh, met yeah. my oh, <laughs> Yeah. I hit you in the head, it's all good. That's why that's why. All the way, yeah, all the way to Australia. Yep, yep, yeah. Yeah. From New Zealand from New to Zealand. Australia, um, so yeah, thank you. And I, I was watching all your videos that you guys were posting online, and your gym back at home were just like so supportive, like really wholesome. I just loved, love seeing it. So yeah, yeah, it's just amazing to fight such an awesome girl. Um, thank you to my family, my husband, who's just yeah. been there for every single fight I've ever had, and just relentlessly 
um, you know, just supportive. Yeah. Um, thank you to my gym, Riddlers. Yeah. I've only been there a year now, but I feel like I've been there for the last 10 years. And amazing. Daz and Kaylee, amazing. Yeah. All my teammates, my sparring, um, my sparring buddies. Yeah, and obviously, like, I think I've cu- covered everyone. And my yeah, work, and the they've team, been and amazing. The team, and the team, the amazing. <laughs> yes, and the team, yeah. So you're such a great <laughs> fight here. What an yes. awesome matchup. How did you get this matchup? Yeah, it's always such a pleasure to fight a Muay Thai Grand yeah, Prix. Awesome. Amazing show. So, yeah, thank you. I'll just finish off by saying thank you from the fans. Thank you so much for putting on such a great fight. Like, you guys went at it and the different styles, but you really, like, pushed and you brought the energy and the judges couldn't find a winner. So nobody lost here today. You both won. Well done. In my books, you both won. Well done, guys. Thank you. Oh, that interview is just amazing. I know I keep saying it. Daniel Dawson, the two girls, they were so, you know, just the way they all, um, you know, I suppose the synergy together was amazing. Yeah. And Daniel does bring that out of people. He's and, amazing and, the way and, he does it. And it's his, it's his knowledge of the fight game. Oh, and, well. and his personality, absolutely. Yeah. All right, fight. so let's get, get into it. So fight fight number two brought to you, fight number one is brought to you by Carco.com. Fight number two brought to you by MH, of course, Mandy Hopper, performance coaching. What an absolute champion. What a... And legend place. Mandy Hopper gym. is, is uh, in her own right. She is a uh, But also for us, for Muay Thai Grand Prix, as a continued sponsor. So co-main event, we had Max McVicker for Moi Yu take on, unbelievably, Payak from Chaos Sock uh, on three days' notice. Three days' notice. We all know what happened. The, the, the gent from the UK, Jack Kennedy, um, visa didn't allow him to leave the country. We found this out on the Wednesday... Um, you know, I contact Darren Kurvik, who, um, you know, I've known for many, many years in DC. Um, spoke to Payak and, you know, didn't take too long to get back to me saying, yeah, you know. Come to the party. Stuff it. Let, let's do it. Let, let's get it on. So um, we made that match 69 kilos. We changed it to three by three, which is definitely fair enough on three days notice. Mm. And geez, I, I commentated like that fight and I was excited I was watching that. But, yeah. you know, we'll talk about Max in a minute and how yeah. good Max was. But Payak, his aggression... He was a man on a mission. I just loved watching that style of fighting from Payak. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think the funny thing was is Max post post fight interview said, oh, he was trying to come and knock me out. And I was like, hmm. Of course he's got to. That's most fighters. But I I think what Max was saying is is, is, is he had that just little bit more aggression. He just had that mongrel in Payak. Just trying to do it that little bit more. Every fighter's trying to hurt you. Every trying to f- every fighter's going to look for the, n- if they get the knockdown or the knock or they smell the knockout, they're going to come for you. What I think Max was saying in post fight in- interview was is that was his ulterior fight strategy was I'm coming to knock you out. Yeah, and look, props to Max Mivica for having the the intelligence and the the defense to not yeah. get knocked out. Because I've got to tell you, oh, most boy. people uh, would have been knocked out cold, fast asleep by Payak the way he was coming forward aggressive. And you know, as much as we talk about Payak taking that fight on three days' notice. I reckon for Max McVicker, it was unsettling. Three days before, the, the guy, the guy you've, yeah, the guy yeah. you've planned in camp for six, seven, eight weeks. You've got a, a you and your coach, uh, Kieran, you, you've got a style that you're, you're coming out to fight this guy. And all that gets turned on its head three mm. days before, and the whole game plan changes. Not only that, it changes to three by three. And you've got a man in pack who is just in, just it's intently wanting to stop him and knock him out. It. So it's not a it's not a five rounder. Take your time, build up the points. You know, no. e- even first round, even second round, bring it home, third, fourth, and fifth. Payak was a man on a mission. I tell you what, I loved watching Payak fight, Gav, and that man uh, and Kawasaki. They are welcome on MTGP any day of the week. Three Gav. days notice as well. Oh yeah, they, they pretty much saved the show. Well, look, yeah. they, they certainly saved their main event. There's there's no, there's no doubt. But let's just talk talk about the fight for, for a bit. I mean. You know, it wasn't just, it's not as simple as saying, oh, Payak was trying to knock him out. Payak, uh, you know, he was very, you know, he was patient as well. There were, there were periods where Payak was, was not rushing forward. He was just waiting, 
waiting, waiting. And then when there was a gap or time to pounce, uh, and I'm sure Max knew it was coming, uh, Payak would seize the moment and he would come forward hard. I mean, he cut Max with that nice in little the first, cut in the first round. right on the, I reckon, three bell. seconds, two mm. seconds before the bell yeah. um, in that first elbow, round. Elbow and on that, the ropes. Yeah, mm. the, and that really kind of changed the dyna- dyna- dynamics from there. Max had a massive cut that he had to protect. Payak was going for it for the next two rounds. Max had to defend that cut to make sure it didn't get any worse. And what a what a game of cat and mouse it was from there, Gab. Oh, yeah. It was, <coughs> I mean, both boys highly skilled. Um, Payak, you know, coming in at short and notice. Um, three rounds, three minutes was probably a good suited fight. Max is more of a five-rounder. I think Payak's yeah. a, bit of a bit more of a five-rounder as well. But, um, but both... Up Max taking a different opponent, short notice. A heavier opponent as well? Yeah, 69, uh, two and a half kilos up. Um, So, but yeah, fair play to both boys. Um, Both really nice stylistics. uh, It was a great fight. It was a Yeah, if you appreciate Muay Thai chess, which, which, you know, some people do and some people don't, but if if that's what you appreciate in the sport of Muay Thai, you You love this fight. If you appreciate the backwards and forwards, the blocking, the The scoring, the counting, The outscoring, the outthinking, the smiling. Yeah, the smiling. You know, if you were, if you appreciate those kind of things in the sport, then you will appreciate this fight, hundred percent. Yeah, look, great fight. Look, it's been talked about. Well we've both we've, we've yeah. talked about it a fair bit, but look, it was an amazing fight. And you know, who knows? Maybe we'll, maybe that's a fight we run back over uh, Ooh, over, over five by three. Over five. I'd yeah. love to see that in five. Yeah, yeah, that that that'd be a great fight. Both boys in a in a in a camp, proper camp, knowing that they're fighting each other over six weeks. Yeah, could change the dynamics. Would Payak fight a different style? Rather than just trying to knock him out, would he, uh, you know, would he, would he come out a bit differently? I get the impression Payak's style was just that full ball, come forward type Muay Thai, so it probably wouldn't probably wouldn't stop him anyway. But yeah, look, it was a great fight, and uh, I tell you what, we'll, we'll release these these bouts. will be released on social media shortly. Do yourselves a favour and really make one. sure you, you watch, watch Facebook. that. Get yeah. on Instagram, social check out media, Facebook, MTGP Australia. All right, fans, here we are. Here we are with your winner of our co-main event. Max McVicker, Max, well done, man. Man, okay, so back and forth, three-round fight. Before we get into the fight, maybe let's just talk about we had a change of opponent. Would you like to just express going in, what was the feels, what was your thoughts going in, change of opponent, and tell us about it. Okay, uh, do you know what? I'll be 100% honest. Yep. I was prepared for Jack Kennedy yep. um, coming over. I'd been watching him. I'd been training yep. for eight weeks for it. I'd done a lot of work with San over in Canberra yep. for it. Um, and we got the call on Wednesday night that Payak was stepping in, or we couldn't find anyone, and at first I was sat, like, oh. I was in the shower like this, holding my head, and then Payak stepped in, and I just said, can I swear? Yeah. Fuck it. I said, you know, yep. we'll go up to 69, fuck yep. it. I knew he was going to be big, I knew he was going to yeah, be yeah. strong, um, and he made me really nervous. I've had so many fights, I rarely get nervous yep. for him anymore, yep. and I knew that he was going to come out on short notice and just try and knock me out, and I think that's what made me nervous, and that's yeah, exactly what say. he did. What, what were the nerves coming <coughs> from? Was it like, the anticipation of knowing what he was going to try and do and, and a bigger guy, like that step up and wait and short notice. I think what the thing was, he knew he wasn't going to beat me on mm-hmm. points. Yep. They all told him that in the gym. Yep. So you'll have see you'll see if you watch the <laughs> fight. All <laughs> yeah. he tries to do is knock me out. Yep. And when somebody's trying to knock you out for th- nine minutes straight, yep. and you know that if you just don't get hurt that you win, <laughs> and you're basically spending your time just outpointing them, yep. well, they cut you in the first round with one shot that they land on you. So you're going to be nervous. Do you know what yes, I mean? You're going to be tentative. 100%. So, um, it might look like that in the fight. I haven't watched yeah. it yet, but that certainly felt a little bit mm. of it. Even though I wouldn't say scared, just tentative. Yeah. Man, I don't know. It, you you, you might have felt some nerves, some tentativeness going in, into the fight. But right from the start, like the, w- the way you set and controlled yourself from the start, and even after being cut as well, the way you came back and just 
exerted your control over the fight, I think was just impressive. I've Thank said you. it before, like I really enjoy uh, the way you bring Thai style fighting here to Perth. Like yeah. I really enjoy because I love that as well. Yeah. You know? And um, what what you did was took control of that fight after the cut. You took control, took control of the pace, and also every time you'd hit him and he and he'd fire back with a huge shot. You're just there to make him miss and mm. counter back again. Mm. It's just a beautiful display. Go through in your mind your your thoughts after being cut in the corner, getting ready for that second round. What goes through your mind? Like, what are you thinking there? Um, I was I was thinking, one, control my energy levels. Yeah. Because he was firing so hard, yeah. and I thought I'm gonna hit you, you back wanna, now. Yeah. yeah you so and then, back. I, but I remember before the fight saying to these guys over here, don't start doing that. Yes. Don't start don't doing that because the then you get tired and one of you gets caught. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or one of you gets hurt, right? Yeah. And there was a couple of times he pushed me onto the ropes and he really tried to knee me hard. Yeah, yeah. Even when I was on the floor mm. and I knew he was just trying to look, find that one yep. shot. So I kind of had a thought in the corner mm. and I looked and thought, no, all right, yep. calm down. Calm down. Try to control the energy yep. and just just float through to, to the correct win, the yes. smart thing yep. to do. Yeah, yeah. And I'm by no means, like, you could have gone to war with him and, and outshot him and maybe landed a shot and knocked him as well. But. Mm -hmm. The risk of you getting hit goes a lot higher when you fight like that. Yeah. And what you did there was fight really smart and come back and took control of the fight. That's why you got the win. Yeah. 100%, I believe that. Uh, one thing I wanted to say, it was such an impressive move. I see you doing the fight, and I think you did it twice, maybe two or three times. Was that just nice body rip to hook and then nice little placing with that lift? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, really angled it and dug it right in on the ribs. Yeah. First time it just sort of landed. Second time landed really well and mm. actually shuttered him a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Go through that. Where does that come from? What's the thoughts behind that move? Well, Why do you like it? I think you know where that came from. Yeah. <laughs> he set me up with that question. <laughs> Daniel was at a fight in um, it was at Melbourne, was it? On yep. Hardcore. Yep, yep. Where I landed that in the first yes, round and yep, stopped somebody. Yep. It's always something that I like to line up nice. Beautiful. Because it's similar to my left kick and I can land it on the liver yep. on that right side. So if I can set it up off my jab and hook with a light yep. hook, then that, that It's such an unexpected nice. shot uh, mm. from a southpaw and an orthodox fighter too. Mm. Man, beautiful. Um, all right, look. Anything, anything you want to say about the fight to the fans? Um, just to finish up about that um, fight, I want the top ten. Yep. I'm, I, I don't want to fight. If, you, if yep. your name's not in the top ten, I don't want to hear from yep. you. Yep. I've got too many people around me. You should fight this person. You should fight that person. Mm -hmm. I want the top ten. That's who I want. Yep. And if international belt, world title. Yep. I'm old enough now. I'm ready for him. I'm ready for the top ten. I'm looking at the names. I know I'm ready for it. Yep. Even if this, I don't think this performance was my best, but I'm ready for the top ten. I'm ready for it now. So. Mate, what you showed was professionalism, discipline. You are ready for that top 10, 100%. And I think M2GP promoters out there, like, let's get ready for that top 10. I think you're ready to go. Uh, who would you like to thank, man, for this performance, um, helping you out? Uh, thank you to my sponsors. So, Arwut, Fit yep. and Healthy Chef, uh, King Ape, everyone, um, Louise Morris and, and Matt as well. Matt, yep. um, the, you guys have been a massive, massive help to me. Um, everyone at the gym who supported me, David, San, Pon, Kieran, um, all the team, all my teammates, yep. um, the guys here at Three Lions Gym, yes. obviously, well. yeah. of course, my dad. Where you um, started, where you started. I just, I just <laughs> said to my dad in the ring, then we got a photo together at the end. Awesome. The journey continues. No yes. matter where I go, the yeah, journey 100%. always continues. So yep. thank you to absolutely everyone in my corner. And yep. most of all, thank you to my mum. Ah, well. beautiful. Look, I'll just finish this off by <laughs> saying, I think, I think it's an honour for, uh, as a fan, it's an honour for us as fans to be able to watch you do your thing, do what you love doing. And no matter where you go, where you've come from, what you do and who you're around, we all love you because of the way you hold yourself. You're strong in humility. You're strong as a character. I think we cannot wait to watch you go to the stars, man. Thank you, Daniel. Let's do Thank it. Thank you so awesome. much. Awesome. All right, MTGP, we're out. Another win. Well done. Thank you. Awesome. Great interview. It's this guy This guy is so professional, mate, and love the way he called out the top ten. Daniel, the rock. <laughs> the rock Dawson. The Kalgoorlie kid. Okay.
great interview. Let's get the next bout. Okay, next bout, uh, fight number three, sponsored by our good friend um, James Bertolami from Monsters Gym uh, with his new um, his new apparel company, Gorilla Mansion. Gorilla, mate, they are fantastic. Those t-shirts are beautiful. I mean, even Tony, even Tony Fisher looked good in the t-shirt, which yeah. was, was saying something when he posted his picture. I've purchased, <laughs> I've, I've purchased a couple of Very those. Very slimming on you it was, Tony. <laughs> uh, but look, uh, the style, yeah, these, the t-shirts are amazing. they're great. You guys reach out to Gorilla Mansion, check them out if you miss them on the night. Um, from the blue corner from Eight Blade Warriors in uh, Melbourne, we had Superboy come out with Naira Boyle um, against hometown. Oh, great fight. Yeah, against hometown uh, girl Paris Rose Paris. from, from yeah. Monsters Inc. Muay Thai. This bout was five by twos over 62 kilos. And look, this um, this was probably a bit of a surprise to me, this fight. Not not a surprise in the fact that Naira Boyle won. Um, you know, and I, and, I, and, I, and I suppose just being really honest, I, I think Naira Boyle probably won it a bit more comfortably than uh, thought. What, what I expected, you know. Yeah. And uh, you know, that happens. And you know James is a great coach. He's no dummy. He, he'll he'll know what to um, to go and work on. And you know sometimes you need a loss like that to yeah. kickstart the rest of your career. So they'll be onto that. Um, Paris Rose, she always comes to fight, man. And she's had mm. some hard fights. She she had the, the very tall couple. She had the very tall Jesse Gill on our last show, and then she yeah. had a shorter, stockier fighter. An aggressive fighter was Nora Boyle. So complete yeah. different styles. And you know Paris was gallant all the way to the end. She she fought a hard out. But Nora Ball on the night, Gab, I suppose just fair enough, f- fair to say, a bit more aggressive, racked up the points and, you know, took 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 the win. Yeah, there was a few elbows thrown in that fight. <coughs> I actually yeah. stood, stood on the top of the uh, stadium watching this one. I'm a big fight big fight fan of Paris. Yep, me too. Big Same. tall Amazon girl. Long, like long, strong legs and you know, that's why she's got that long rangy body like the the long limbs. Yeah, and 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 f- 62, 61, 62 kilos for the girls is not an easy weight. It's, it's not. not no. It's not a lot of fighters to come around. So that's you know, a bit, a lot, it's big y- for girls. Yeah, yeah. It's a, not big, but it's just like it's not the most popular weight. It's like you know, yep. the, in the fifty range, is yeah, quite okay. a lot of fighters. Yeah, heaps, when heaps. you're moving up to like the 59, 60s, 61, 63s, it's not as not as competitive. So you know, the girls who are coming through, mm. they are having to step up to fight the girls who've had a bit more yeah. fights. So respect, you know, to Paris. Paris has probably you know had two fights of late where she's not had her heyday but her heyday will come because these fights yeah. even though the losses you know are probably a little bit of a hard one to swallow for her as a pill when she actually she comes through when she actually comes yep. yeah I, I saw that I'm not mm. stupid when the when the um, when she actually gets you know through the other end of it and she gets to match again and then she starts to get another opponent. Yeah, of course. She'll actually be stronger, these fights. And then by the time she's had 50, 60 fights, those 1, 2, 3, 4, 10, 12 losses on your record, mm. they're just a little blip. Yeah. And, 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 and yeah. by the way, for what it's worth, let, let's not um, let's not get too bothered about Paris losing because yeah. Nora Boyle was Jesus bloody Christ. good. She was strong. She was, well she was aggressive. Yeah. She's got great skills. That's a tough fight for any ki- any 62-kilo girl in Australia. Mm. Nora Boyle was the real deal, man. Yeah. She fought really well. That's that losing to her is is no um, is no disgrace whatsoever. So mm. to Paris Rose, keep your head up, keep keep your chin up. That was a tough fight. Nora Boyle, she came to fight, and good on her. You know, she's coming from Melbourne, yep. fighting uh, in Paris's backyard. Yeah, uh, and and she she took the fight on, on on foreign soil, so to speak. And what a great job by Nora and, and her team. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, and Superboy, as you know, is is, is a really good great coach. coach. Yep. Great, great coach. Great coach. Uh, strong gym. Yeah, uh, monsters. Strong gym. Paris. Uh, yeah. Both both girls had good credentials. Th- th- I watched it. There was about thirty seconds in the fight when I was watching it, 
and there was just like this little pocket of just elbows going yeah, around. Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. That was, yes. it was just, it, I think it was and round... Paris dug deep too, man. She was, was fighting back with those elbows. Yeah, I think it was round two or round three, and some of them were just micro millimeters of just missing, yeah. and they were both flying... And I thought, I just took a little step back. You know, sometimes you don't really get to appreciate the fights. But this was one where I had to step back and I just watched it for about 30, 30 seconds and they were both flying mm. and they were both digging deep. And the, and again, I'll come back to what I said earlier. Uh, the girls who fought on our show and for the open girls who are coming through, you know, watching these girls, these girls who are fighting on our shows and fighting on other shows are putting the trailblazing and they're putting the path out for the yes. next girls coming through. They're putting in the work. Yeah, man. putting in the work. And they're, and they're, you know, they're, they're being very professional, but they're also trailblazing for the girls coming through, you know, who are growing right. up now watching someone. And these gi- girls, even if they win or lose or draw, they won't know that the effect that they have on, but they are actually setting people up to, to come through as the mm. next generation. Yeah, and, and look, it's so been like that for a while. The, the current fighters today have got plenty of girls to look up to. I mean, we've only yeah. had... Um, Town of Cavalry and, and Kaylee Kaylee Reese are two, uh, you know, but not legends with big social of media presence, Darren. It's not with big social media. No, no, presence. of course, uh, no, of course, yeah. But I'm just saying, uh, we, we've been very we lucky. WA's had strong female girls. Muay Thai. Yeah. Town of Cavalry, yeah. WBC world champ. Kaylee, Kaylee, WMC, multiple uh, time defense, that's an athlete. That's defense a world champ. World but we better move on, guys. Yeah, let's sorry, let's sorry. Let's, no, let's get on, on to wait, wait. Naira's interview. Okay, sorry. Let's do that first. Here we are. All right, third fight of the card on our main card. I'm here with your winner. Naira, wait, Naira, well done. Man. Thank you. Um, so Naira, wh- tell us where, where do you come from first? Where have you come from originally? Yeah, yeah. So I'm originally from New Zealand yes. where I started Muay Thai. Beautiful, um, yeah. And I had about six fights there. Yep. Um, I started training about 10 years ago. Nice, <laughs> um, nice. And then... Still love it? Yeah, yeah, still, still love it. But <laughs> I took about... Uh, my last fight in New Zealand was about five years ago. Wow, okay. Um, it's been a long break. Yeah, yeah. a long break. Then yep. I came over to Melbourne. Yep. Um, obviously, COVID happened. Yeah. So uh, you come over to Melbourne right before <laughs> yeah, COVID? Yeah. Oh, man. My heart goes out there running Melbourne. I've got great, good friends in Melbourne. I know what it was like. And yeah. um, Superboy as well. I know what that must have been like for the gym as well. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah. So tell us, you've come over and then what you've... And when did you start working with Superboy originally? Yeah. And, and Eight Blade. When did, yeah. you, when did you get to the Eight Blade team? Um, so it actually took me a, a couple, like two years to get yep. to this point. Um, yeah. Uh, really happy that I found Superboy Amazing. and Dom yep. and the Eight Blades team. Yep. Um, obviously, like a lot of other people, I put on COVID weight. So yes, yep. <laughs> it took me like <laughs> a year and a half of training with them yep. to yep. get back yep. to like being fight ready. Yes. Um, and then, yeah, finally had my first fight with the Eight Blade team and in Australia yep. um, last December. Awesome. Um, versus, yeah, Katie Rose Mitchell. Katie Rose, yeah, yeah amazing fight. Yeah, in Sydney. Yeah, yeah. Which was, yeah, a really good fight. First fight to have. How How is um, that for your first? Let's just talk yeah. about that as well. Let's talk <laughs> First fight back against Kate Rowe, that's a yeah. big, big name, you know? Yeah, yeah, well, um, I'm not really good with, like, social media and yes. things, so I actually, yep. I didn't really know who she was, which yep, I think yep. um, was better, because then, the, you know... Not she as much, yeah, yeah not pressure. as much yeah, anxiety. <laughs> and I knew before. I was, like, yeah. the underdog going in, yep. so there wasn't too much pressure. It was more just um, to have my first fight in Australia and get my yep. name out there. Awesome, Which awesome. it did, because... Which it did, um, yeah. Yeah, this is my third fight this year. Yeah, so, awesome. Um, and coming yeah. over on MTGP, like, how does yeah. that feel, being on this show here <laughs> in Perth? It's pretty cool, right? Yeah, I'm so happy and feel so lucky to have this awesome. opportunity again to yeah get my name out there even more because ah. I just want to keep fighting and have as many fights as I can. Awesome. Well, let's just talk quickly about the fight. Uh, five rounds, five mm. by two. So, uh, good fight. I think I I felt just watching it. I'm always as a fan. I'm always talking as a fan watching. Mm. Uh, I feel like you pressed really hard. Good mm. pressure. Uh, and I think it just seemed that the pressure sort of. Uh, like Paris is a strong girl too. Mm. I don't know if you felt in the clinch and when she's mm. moved, she's quite a strong built mm. girl. 
uh, I don't know if the pressure sort of broke her a little. You you give me your rundown of yeah. how that felt sort of from end of round one and, and on. Yeah. Um, after round one, um, I felt really confident. Like, because, yeah, yep. yeah, I'm, I'm, I feel more confident doing five rounds. Like, yes. the last couple of fights have been hard for me because I'm not yep. good with three rounds. Three rounds. <laughs> You've got to go so much yeah. faster. Aren't I? Yeah, because yeah, my last yep. two fights in New Zealand were five round fights. Yep. So that's yep. what I. That's what you're used to, to now. Yeah. Yep. Um, and then you coming over here, you know, the crowd would be on her side. Yep. So yep. I would have to um, sort of not leave any question about it. Yes. Yep. Um, and yeah, I, I could see that um, I had to keep putting pressure on her. Yep. Um, otherwise, yeah, I couldn't give her that space or that time that space to, to move. get yeah. her confidence up. Yep. Awesome. Um, yeah. Awesome. Good game plan going in. And um, I, I just was sitting back watching. I, I really enjoyed. You know, I see good movement and good technique, but I really enjoyed the discipline that you showed. Like, that was one of the big things that stuck out for me mm. was um, get, you might have missed a certain kick and then bang, you step back into stance and straight back in with something else. Yeah. Or something like where you bang, you work straight back in. And yeah. that takes discipline. Like, it takes a lot yeah. of work, right, in yeah. the gym to do that. It's not yeah. something you just go, okay, I'm just going to work really hard today. Yeah. You've been working hard for a while to get it like yeah. that, you know? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so well. kudos. Um, anyone you want to thank, like... Well, I that, mean, that's a testament that. yeah, to my trainers and my gym and my training yep. partners. You know, we have such a good... Um, Great team. Yeah, such a good fight team at A-Blades. And yep. um, I think that's, yeah, so important. Amazing trainer and amazing awesome. training partners who will, like, get us... Because every time we have a fight, it's like, okay, this is who you're fighting. Yep. So, um, like, they specifically try and spar and prepare and you train for, for that, that fight. Beautiful, yeah, so yeah, beautiful. Amazing training partners. Thank you, ah, everyone. Thank you, guys, <laughs> back on replay. Yeah. Awesome. Look, I tell you, from, from everyone here in Perth, it's a pleasure having you over. Um, yeah. You know, we love Paris as well here. Thank you, Paris, for a good fight. Yeah, thank you, she Paris gave her and best. her team. Yeah. And awesome. thank you to... Gamma Fuller and the yeah, MTGP team. Yeah, MTGP team, amazing. And look, um, yeah, closing out Superboy, great to have you here in Perth as well. <laughs> a good friend of mine um, from way back in the day. So, yeah. no, it's awesome. Great to see you. Thank you so much yeah. and well done. What a great win. Thank awesome you. work, And eh? a special shout-out to Marley. Ah, a special <laughs> shout-out to Marley too. Oh, yeah. well done, Marley. Awesome. All right, thank you so much, guys. Thank you. Great job. Well done. Hey, great job. Awesome. Oh, yep. Mate, well-spoken. Very well, very nice girl, that girl. Great, great interview. <laughs> okay, so, so fight four. Uh, <laughs> this fight is again brought to you by Mandy Hopper or MH Performance Coaching. This is a uh, uh, this fight. This fight's girl a bit. Mandy. This fight's a bit close She's to her heart. This fight's a bit close to her heart, without being too biased. But I know this means a lot to Gav. Gav hasn't really said much, but I know this means a lot. Oh, this was uh, this is for the WBC WA bantamweight title. Fon Piggott from GTG versus <laughs> Amanda Ra Amanda Rahim from Sunset. Mm. This was at 53 kilo, five by two state title. Fon Piggott has been with Gav uh, from the start. Gav, and I know you're proud of that. She had a yeah. very first fight uh, under you and been through um, you know absolute adversity. 2019 was her last fight. And um, she did an ACL. And a half years, she did an ACL, and she's been out for three and a half years. Had some setbacks on the way back, and um, you know um, comes back three and a half years later, fighting for a state title against the very busy Amanda Rahem. There's been a lot said about the weight. Um, you know, we're only talking about a, a couple of kilos here. Yes, Amanda Rahem definitely came up in weight uh, to take this fight, and props to Simon and Amanda. Yeah. Um, but you know, Amanda's been really busy the last couple of years. She's racked up her fights in a very short period of time. In fact, um, she, you know, didn't even have made her debut, um, you know, when when Fon got injured. She's only been fine the last wow. couple of years. So Fon's been out a long time, and Amanda took the fight and and props to them. But I think it was a hard fight for, for both of them when you look at three and a half years yeah, out. Yeah. Amanda stepping up in weight, but um, look, Fon Pickett, she was just 
and, and we might be a little bit biased, but she was she was all class, Gav. I'm sure she you. I'm, I know you're proud fighter, of that fight. Very good fighter. Oh, I saw the post today and I was very proud. And it touched me a little bit as a coach. You know, my first homegrown, real homegrown champion. Yeah, I've had, I've yeah. Had a What's few that champ- make you feel? Congratulations. Yeah, mate. thank you. Um, and it's a little bit harder for us and it takes a little bit more time because, you know, I'm not a full-time coach. And I want I really want to address this because I feel like it needs to be said. Uh, I work full-time and I'm a, then I'm a dad. Um, I run the promotion with Darius and Nick, my wife. Uh, and my gym, my gym is a little small gym. It's not a full time gym, so it does take us that little bit extra to make to make champions. You know, we're not as big and as busy as some other gyms. So to actually get, you know, I've had George Mann who won the WA state title with me when he fought Ben Khan, but it wasn't a homegrown talent. But George was eighteen, or also won the state title with Tiff. But again, not my homegrown talent. But you know, a hund and it's special with Fon. It's, yeah, it's hundred percent special. Had Fon from day interview. one. She's been she's with her right. And she's just the best person to have around oh yeah. in the gym as well. Eight and the eight girls here, she's got a real role model. Oh Fon, having yeah. Fon, hundred percent. And the boys. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I will touch on the story. Eight and a half years she's been with me, uh, in and out of the gym, you know, playing football, in and out, doing Muay Thai as well. She juggled both. Um, you know, and then she'd really hit hit a sweet spot. We had like seven fights unbeaten. And then she had a football game and then did her ACL, had three and a half years. Bloody soccer. Yeah. Soccer football. Had a ACL. Then I think Alex touched on it. She had had her uh, elbow as well. Her elbow went, so she had Mm. a little bit bit longer of a delay. (laughs) Uh, And one of the great basketball coaches, he used this phrase. uh, Sorry, she used this phrase. She was an American MVP, a female coach. And I watched her story on Netflix. And she said this thing that really stood true to me. And she said... What's delayed is never denied. Uh-huh. And for Fawn, that really hung true I to like me because one. what's not delayed what's uh delayed, what's delayed is, is never denied is, never denied is, is true. And I think it was really uh um, I think it was really nice catchphrase for Fawn. Uh you know, three and a half years out. She was at Bantamweight state title, uh against Briny was matched for M T G P. Okay. She did her she did she'd already beaten Briny, but we did a rematch for the state title. Oh. Yeah. She d- she d- she did her injury and then obviously you know, l- the rest is history. But I also want to give a big shout out to uh, uh Amanda Rahim as well. She normally fights at fifty one, fifty two. Yeah. She came up to Step you up. know to Bantam. She stepped up in she weight. Stepped, stepped in band and weight, put on an extra one and a half kilo. She had to drink water to make the actual fight weight so she could she, she, she was very gallant in defeat. Smiled oh, the whole yeah. way through, and she was very durable. And, she, and <laughs> she you know, fair yeah. play to Amanda. She, and I told Simon at the end of the fight, she was very durable. She got up every round. She could have took an eight. Uh, sorry, she not an eight count, but she could have not got up and been out, um, outnumbered. And for me, she could have been outpointed, and, and the ref would have called it off. So. Fair play, t- fair play to I Amanda. I think it got near that, that stage. I thought Amanda was quite tough. The she way was she very durable. It, yeah, yeah I, I mean, look, Simon, she was very durable. Yeah, look, obviously yes. Fon was, you know, highly skilled, very and, and a much highly skilled, much stronger athlete. And look, Fon did win the fight. He just won every round. Um, but um, you know, Amanda was was gallant. And look, yes, okay, um, you know, out- outclassed by Fon. The thing is, you just don't know what you're going to get when someone's been out for three and a half years. Now it's fair to say, Fon, she though. did not look like. She's, she's been, been out, out yeah. for three and a half years. It looked like she had a last fight three months ago. Yeah. And that's a testament to her training, her rehab, big owl, herself, her dedication, her coaching, Gab, the gym. <laughs> that's a testament to so her mind, Fon's mindset, everything, right? It's a team in the gym that, here. That's it's the, team. the team. That's a, that's team. a massive. Because yeah. I've seen a lot of people come back after that's two years coaches. or one year and they're not the same fighter. I mean, yeah. Fon came back, like, amazing. She was yeah. on point. Her skill, 
her her her, her strength. Everything she did w- was great. So yeah. look, Amanda Rahim, I'm sure she's going to stay down in that 50 to 51, 52 kilo weight range, and she'll be a champion in the future. I've got 100%. I've got no bad doubt about it. The girl's got amazing dedication. It won't be long before we see Amanda uh, winning a belt. And and I was just saying earlier, uh, touching on what I've said about Paris, the hard fights are what take you through the journey, you know, and bring you through the other end. Then, yeah. then your time comes and then you win the belts. Yeah. And then the belts become more appreciative for you once you get that belt. As I say, Fon's been through adversity. She was on a roll, mm-hmm. had her AC, ACL, yeah. was meant to fight Bryony for the state title. Yeah. And she, I said to her, look, oh, we've got an opponent for you. There's a few opponents not wanting to fight you. We've got Amanda Raheem. She wants to step up. Oh, I'm not too sure if I want to fight for the belt. I said, look, you are exactly <laughs> where you are. Seven and oh. You were exactly where you were before you had your injury. And we had this discussion and I put it to bed and we w- and we just trained through it. And I'm at the end of the day I saw the post as I said earlier, I saw the post today and it, as a coach, my first train my first champion as a trainer from scratch, it made me really proud today. So yeah, yeah well done, yes, Gabe. Congratulations well to you too. Right, L- let's move on guys. Listen to the Fonz and well done Fondini. Well done Fondini. Here we are, MTGP with your winner, Fon Piggott. Oh man. Woo! Let's get it. Man, that was awesome. All right, look, let's go back. Let's talk. I want to talk about the fight, but first, let's just go back and get a little bit of backstory for everyone watching. Yep. Like, how long has it been since you've been in the ring? Uh, November 2019, three and a half years. So. Three and a half years, damn. That was bef- just before COVID, too. Just before COVID, <laughs> another time ago. Um, yeah, look, a long time, but yeah. it's. I feel like a different different fighter from then and now. Fighter. Awesome. Tell us, tell us why you had that break and what and what you had to do to get back. Uh, I fully ruptured my ACL, which was yep. sick. Um, <laughs> surgery, pretty brutal, uh, really long, it's like 12 months rehab, yeah. uh, rehab that, and then just as I was ready to go again, I actually ruptured my UCL in my elbow too, so oh. also great, oh. <laughs> but, okay, so, so been it's been a minute, you've been, yeah, we've you've been through some stuff, yeah, yeah. Man, but yeah. look, all those adversities, they, yep. they really were just stepping stones to kind of chipping away to the best version of myself, yeah, um, nice, nice. I feel like I haven't been as strong and conditioned as I am now. So oh I'm just man. really grateful for kind of injuries, even though they're shit. Like, yeah. they've made me where I am now. Man, I say, well, but coming back from something like a uh, similar situation to me with the hip, it was like a one-year rehab process to be able to, like, jog, like, let alone run, like, just to be able to jog again. So I can un- definitely understand what that's what you've gone through and what you had to do to get back to where you are. And again, like, I would say, um, watching you in the ring, I was like, damn, like, Fong, like, she's in condition. Like, you look fucking strong. You look really good and ready, man. Like, it was, I was like, wow, I was hell impressed knowing, you know, what you come through, yeah. how you've been able to come back like that. So, and first one back in that condition. So, let's talk about the fight now. Um, Great, you know, great effort. I think Amanda really bought the fight. Um, She tried her best in that fight. Uh, you, I love what you did, though. You really worked your teeps, good timing, your kicks, little movements and evasions. Tell us about the fight. Give us a little breakdown. Um, look, I anticipated she was going to come forward with a lot of pressure, which is what she's yep. done in all the fights that I've seen her do. Um, I was really quite shocked when she stood there and wanted to trade. I was like, baby, let's go. Like, I love yeah. this chess game. So yeah. um, as much as I don't know if she they did it to kind of catch me off my guard, yeah. but yeah. it played exactly into how I like fighting, which is yeah. um, I do like kind of counterfighting or just waiting, picking my shots. Um, and then I could see, see she yeah. winced. I kind of yeah, yeah. tried to go for it, but I was winging elbows from <laughs> the middle of the ring. I know you wanted to land them. <laughs> but yeah. you got to do what you got to do, right? Look, I'm going to tell you from my um, outsider's perspective, okay, watching it, I, I don't think it was, well, this is my opinion, my opinion only. Uh, I didn't feel like it was a factor where she didn't want to have that normal game plan of, like, going crazy at it. I just felt she couldn't with the way you held your stance and the way you timed 
when she went to come in, you time her straight away, you time her straight away, little move in the timing. I think it was actually really hard for her to get off. And she tried towards the end, I think out of desperation, uh, not not really successfully again, but try, she tried her hardest. But I just think the way you went about it, kudos to you and the team as well, like uh, preparing you and getting in that position, I think it was really, really technical display that made it hard for her to fight her game plan. Yeah, I think, like you say, I've been working a lot on my teeps, my timing, and yeah. just when they come forward, chop the leg. Yeah. Um, it worked really well for me. And when she did come in, I was, I was keen to kind of throw some hands yeah, just as I knew she would. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, even wrapping up in the clinch, it was like my teammate Vinny, the fight, a couple of fights before me, he yeah. clean, needs someone in the head with the clinch. I was like, inspo, baby. Like, you're trying to grab it. But, no, look, I felt props to Amanda. She, did, yeah, she yeah, honestly did really well. Yeah. Um, and I'm excited to see what she does. She she came up a weight class to take this yeah, fight, yeah, and I'm really, yeah. really grateful for her and her team for doing that. Um, yeah. I've dropped a weight class. I think this is where I feel good. So yeah. 53, this is me yeah. now. Um, WBC, Fenway champion. Yes, yes, yes. All right, what's next for you? What's next for Fon? Um, what's next? Obviously, I want to ke keep as active as I can yeah. this year. Yeah. Um, while we're on the roll, let's, you let's, know, get, let's, let's get it going. Um couple of weeks off to get a few things done at the yeah. house um, but <laughs> otherwise I'm keen to just keep yeah keep the momentum moving I mean yeah. I got a few years left in me and the best is yet to come <laughs> the best is yet to come uh, awesome. all right who would you like to thank man oh you know a lot of people there behind you um big guys supporting you like who, who are you gonna thank who are you gonna shout out to thank all right so firstly to MTGP for having yeah. me on the show Gav Nicola Darius awesome promotion um yeah. It's amazing show every time. Uh, thank you for having us on. Uh, my, my my big boy, Alex, <laughs> for, for being the the most supportive kind of partner in, in this journey. Look, he knows what, it, what it's about. He understands the late amazing. nights and the training and yeah. the dedication we put into it. So I'm yeah. so grateful to have him with me. Um, all my friends and family who came out and supported, <laughs> bought tickets, bought the stream. Um, really appreciate you guys. Um, and, of course, look, this belt. I've been with Gav since day one. Yep. Um, and he's wanted to build a champion from the from the ground up, and we've done it. So yeah, this felt for him well and GTG. Done. So you, well done, well done, awesome, great interview. Thanks so much, Bond. Viewers out there, I think we've got big big Alex coming up soon. Couple more fights, we got to go. Oh, all right, it's coming soon. Thank you guys. What a great interview. Next fight. Okay, Next fight. fight number five, guys. This is sponsored by our amazing major sponsors in Primo Fightwear. Oh, we love Primo. Thank you know, Primo. shorts. How good was gear, the new canvas? Dance? Everything. The new canvas. Primo's anybody, gear, guys, anybody, is second to none. Did anybody notice on the new canvas, the Perth Western Australia no. on one side of the no. canvas? No. And then no. on the other side, they've all started to do this little new gimmick, and they actually put the geographical yes. uh, code. code on where Perth WA is on the map. I don't think so everyone would, anyone would have noticed what it was. If anybody <laughs> noticed it, there were some yeah. digits and some numbers. On one side of the canvas was Perth, Western Australia. And like the longitude and latitude. Yes, yes. Ah, yes. Okay. Right exactly, right exactly right Boondog, exactly. Okay, so this yes, fight, go. guys, uh, was uh, from the blue corner from Love at Muay Thai down in Albany, Shawa versus Iskander Urbsonov from Fifth Ridley's Gym. This was 58 or 59, yeah. 58 kilos off the top of my head. Three by three rounds. And I've got to tell you, um, we all know how good a scander is, and I think, so and I good. think Sai uh, Naji, uh, of course, Rebellion. I think he's. Shout out um, you, si. I think he said it. A few, shout out to Sai. I think he said it a few times that a scander is 
uh, a Want champion the of the future. And we know how good a scandal was. And, Rangy. you know, he, he turned up and fought really Perfect, well. Bro. But young Shawa, 18 years of age, in his first pro fight, out, really? of, pads, out of pads for the first time yeah. to take really? on Iskander, who's fought over East on size shows. Um, that was a massive step up for Shawa. And i got to say, last time I saw Shawa, he looked a bit like a little 15, boy. 15? He I looked like 15. a... <laughs> last year. <laughs> but you know, he looked like a little boy. And i got to say, he, he was a man. Yeah. He was muscly. He was shredded. He had a look about him that really impressed me. And he really took it to Iskander. Iskander won the fight, but yeah. Shawa was aggressive. He had some heavy hands as well. And, you know, he really put Iskander through his paces. Um, props to Iskander. You know, Iskander won the fight. Iskander fought kind of two styles, but he fought on the back foot and he came forward as well. He had some step up, had some teeth and step well. up knees. Iskander yeah. fought very well against an aggressive young bull uh, that was coming at him. But all in all, to me, whether, you, um, you know, I'm not sure how, what, you know, how Rob Lovett has diagnosed this fight, but that, to me, is not a loss for Shawa. To take it to Iskander, who's going to be a star of the future, uh, I, I, mean, I mean, yes, he lost the fight, but what I mean is um, he would have learnt more from that fight I think against Iskander than, than winning against, you know, someone that was too easy to beat, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think the, I think the height and range definitely won the fight. The skill, the, the, yeah, the push kicks and the stepping, mm. the right push kick and then the fake push kick and then stepping left knee from Iskander was working a treat. Yeah. Iskander just couldn't get into That's that. That's his go-to. Yeah, he just yeah. Couldn't, he just, Iskander could, just couldn't get into that ground. But, uh, Iskander, sorry, no, Sh- Shawa, 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 sorry. Yeah. But I think with Shawa, I think, what is he now? Just, just, just turned just 18. 18. I'm pretty sure he's what still 18. The, what was the weight category again? 58, 58 59. 59. 59. Yeah. So I think uh, given, the, given, the s- given the size and the range of his of Iskander, he's not going to be at that weight for much longer. He's going to be but moving He's such up. a beast Eddie, with his height at 58 kilos, Iskander. Iskander, yeah. yeah. yes, yes. But, but at that tall and that range, he's not going to be at that weight for long. He's I think 22 he's years of age or 20s, mm. maybe. Yeah. I think he'll move he up to like 61, 63, yeah, 65. And he'll move through the rankings pretty qu- quickly, I feel. But I don't know if he get to 65, but yeah, 58 to 62 maybe as he gets older. Mm. Yeah, but I think it's I gonna be big. But I think the the puzzle for Shawa, if he's finding the big boys, is 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 to work on his clinch game and negating that push kick, and then you know trying to counter that that step in knee, you know push kick move away. That's that's the puzzle. If he's go- if he's gonna s- if he's yeah. gonna stay that way and he's gonna fight the bigger boys, that's some of the answers that he needs to uh, be, you know, be working on if he's gonna fight the bigger boys going forwards. And look, 58, 59 kilos. It's such a hard weight division. And you know, as Shawa's coming through, <coughs> scanning the light coming through, it's getting harder and harder to match at this weight. So it'll be interesting to see uh, who's next opponent um, Iskander faces and the next opponent for Shawa. So. Uh, we'll watch. We'll look out and s- see if they're on other shows, or you know, p- perhaps our next show that they, they, they fight on. But yeah, be interesting to see what's next for both boys that's in right. that weight category. That's just so hard to, to, to you know, to match that like for like with experience. Yeah, yeah. Credit to both boys. Credit to both gyms. Uh, yeah, and yeah, what an awesome fight. And and Shawa just turning eighteen. How old is Iskander? Twenty. Uh, I think he's 20 or 22. 20 or 17. They've both got a big future. So oh, yeah. they've both massive, got massive yeah. futures. Massive. And look, sh- shout out to Rob Lovett. I mean, uh, Lovett Muay Thai, they've been... Um, all the way up from th- Albany. All the way coming up from Albany. They've been put them down south? Yeah, they've been good supporters. Down south. Down south. Way down south, as you called it. They've been big supporters for us for a couple of years now. And, you know, they always come to fight. Lovett's always keen. Rob Lovett's always keen to be on the show. Sorry, Shawa's been on a few times. And, you know... People come from Albany, they, they come and watch, they buy tables. So they come in droves. Great supporters. Um, thank you. Love it, Muay Thai. So thank you very much to Rob Lovett. And let's listen to Iskander's uh, interview. All right, MTGP fans, here we are with our winner, Iskander. Hey, bro, well done, man. Thank you, thank you. 
Awesome. Look, so we're going to go over this one. Uh, tell me, actually, tell me about when was your last fight? Uh, my last fight was April 1st. It's yep. like just under two months ago. Yep, yep. And I was for the MTA state title. Yep. Lost that one. So yep. I was definitely looking to get a win back. Ah, man, awesome. So how does that feel getting back in, being on MTGP? How does that feel? Oh, such an awesome show. Good yep. venue, good production, and I just love all the lights and all that. <laughs> awesome, awesome, man. That's great. All right, let's walk through the fight. Like, um, that was a good war, hey? That was pretty cool, man. Shout out to Shawa. Like, he, he really brought it. He's not here going to interview. So he brought it, but you got the win. Walk us through the first round. Tell us about that first round. Yes, first round, I just wanted to try push forward a lot because I knew it was his first pro fight, so I wanted yep. to push that pace, walk forward and all that, just land the left kicks, land left knees. Yep. So yeah, just keep going forward. Beautiful. The left knees are landing really good too, man. Awesome. i tell you what was impressed me was, um, like, you're strong. I know you're strong. Like, I've seen you fight. But Shawa looked like he's leveled up, and he sort of really brought some um, strength to the, like, tonight. Hey, what was your thoughts? Oh, man, I was definitely surprised. He's a lot stronger yeah. than I thought he'd be. A lot better than I watched his last fight. Yeah. I thought might be a bit of an easy one, but nah, definitely yeah. brought it to me. Man, this is for everyone out there. It's never going to be an easy one. Like no matter what you think, hey, you never get it. It's never take it that it's going to be easy. All right, man. What was the credit to your victory tonight? How do we? How did you get the win? Well, I just try to stick to the game plan. Just try pressure him. Yep. Use my teeps, keep it long, and then also work those knees more. Yep. And I think that worked really well. Worked to treat because it was when it was trading back and forth with other things. It was looked quite even, but then you're able to land that teep move and land that knee. It just sort of took you over that level, man. Man, well, who, like, who would you like to thank? Man, you feel good? You won? Like, who are you going to oh, thank, man? Oh, I definitely got to thank number one, just my gym and all my trainers. They're always pushing me, making sure I'm in the gym, always working hard. Ah, beautiful, beautiful. Awesome. Any family, friends, anyone else? Yeah, friends and family also. Yep. Keep me company. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Good job, man. Look, mate, pleasure to interview. Great to see you and get a win, man. Awesome to have you back and get a win. And um, thanks for being on MTGP. Awesome. Yep. Thank you. Thanks to MTGP for having me. Another great interview. Next bout. Okay. Fight number six here brought to you again by James Bertolami from Gorilla Mansion. Um, here we had Jack 3, formerly Jack 300, now Jack 350 from GT Gym, GTG. And uh, in his very last fight yeah. uh, versus Leo Nugent so from the pit, this fight uh, was 65 kilos, 5 by 3. And, of course, for a very um, special belt there, Gav. Yeah, the Nikonon Tom. Nikonon Tom belt. Nailed it first time this time, Boo. Nikonon Tom. Nikonon Tom belt. And and if anybody listened to my podcast on the the last uh, pre-MTGP podcast, we talked about the sentimental value of the belt. And, uh, yeah, what an absolute cracking match this was. You got it. Fi- you gave it five of the I night. gave it five. I was w- I was watching in the corner, and I didn't. I didn't. Give I thought it was awesome. I didn't give instructions for two rounds. I was just in awe of both. <laughs> just watching. I was just, uh, well, two two reasons. Yeah, the ties uh, in the corner for res- res- respect to Tip and for and Sack, uh, you know, because they've been with Jack for uh, since he yeah. was about 15, 16. So I, I wanted to pay my respects to both those two boys. Uh, but also, I was just in awe of watching the fight, and mm. you know. And like nice. and 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 Leo so it was a great fight. And, Le- and and Leo, I uh, put it I put it on his uh, Facebook today. What a what an absolute solid fight. Outstanding young man, uh, Leo. Great future. Yeah, and like compared to his last fight, fight where he was like rushed, you know, and agr- and like was Nathan out. Nathan Embleton out didn't let him think and score. Uh, this one was like uh, I think a fight of what suited Aggressive Leo's game of chess. Yeah, what <laughs> what 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 suited Leo's style? You know, they yeah. were both, both out thinking, oh. both out scoring, mm. and and to be honest with you, what was that? What was uh, what's Leo's 
uh, number of fights now. Like Wilkins in twenties now. Yeah, he's in the twenties. So sure. like, yeah, so twenties to fight twenty for twenty twenty. I r- I retired at twenty four, twenty five. But to watch Leo at twenty four, twenty five, fighting a tie with God, plus God knows how many fights. He yep. didn't look at out out of no, place. No, he won. No, he really he really no really well he won. Yeah, it was yeah. split decision. Split decision. But, but, yeah, yeah. but he was he was scoring and out and out Aggressive. out. Ah. out Outstyling, outsmarting at at times. And so and much respect Leo has for Jack. Oh yeah, and, oh, and, you can say. And Le- you can Leo's tell. a very respectful boy as well. But um, and hashtag Peter Parker. Jeez, we sound old. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we sound so old saying boys. Th- these boys are young men, but I say boy as well. Booty knows what I'm about. Yeah, hashtag Peter, Peter Parker. Parker. But uh, <laughs> no, I actually I actually listen to. I'm a big fan of Leo's, and you know he's been on our shows a long time, and you know I've seen seen him come. Come through as a as a young developed a lot as a lo- he's long ladder and and on Saturday night he was on point. Yeah. Leo doesn't w- say no to anyone, man. It, nah. That's the pit for you. They nah, find just anyone. But pit never quit. Not just the not just the pit style, but you know, fair play to Roy and Blair for getting him and Clint and the boys at the pit for getting him ready. Mm. But as I said for to you in the, in the pre-fight, uh, that no doubt the uh, it'll be in immaculate condition, and he was. Um, but for me, as I said to you, the first two rounds, I, I, I just I just watched the fight in awe. Look, and then, it, and then and I tried to, to give my little sorry, yeah, Darius, I tried to right. give my little bit of uh, of, um, of little Coaching. sprinkle on, d- yeah. on the dust <laughs> for for Sack <laughs> and for Tip, but you know Sack's a former Raji champion. What am I going to tell him and and Jack? To be fair, but to be honest with you, I, I I actually felt like that was probably one of the fights of the night. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> and look, you know, it was a it was very much a, a back and forth fight, and you know, it was a very close fight. You know, Jack three fifty was actually. Disappointed that he that he got the loss. He he, he felt that he should have won. Yeah. Um. You know, Leo obviously got the win. Won, uh, the win. It was a split decision. Yeah. yeah. I watched it. I watched yeah, it. Back either way, guys. Um. It, it was an amazing fight. I don't think we need to get into too much on the the actual action of the fight. I think we should just you know pay our respects and t- sign t- off t- for, for Jack three hundred. Three hundred. What an amazing career he's yeah. had. I mean, I've ref Jack Please. multiple times over the years. Uh, versus Roy Wills, his last fight versus Eddie Duva. Um, you know, I, I've looked up to Jack as, as what he's done, what he's brought to the table to WA Muay Thai. Yeah. He will go down as, as, a, as a Thai legend, or at least for a, um, a Thai legend that's come out, changed his life, moved to Perth, started a family. Um, there's been a lot of ties come to Perth over the years, and, and certainly Jack 300 is probably top of the list when it comes yeah. to entertaining fighters. Entertaining, entertaining fighters that, that we've had. Mate, entertaining fighters, climatization. Settling into Australia, living the yeah. way of life, Coaching. having his own family, Coaching working full teams. time, yeah, being a dad. It's like a, he, he has he has a full three hundred's done a lot. He has a full roster, and uh, as I said, you know, and, and respect to to the pit and uh, Leo. He gets to walk away with the Nike no, Nike belt. <laughs> how good how good is that to have along with your WBC yeah, state title as belt. well? It's a beautiful belt. So, so well done, the well done to Jack three hundred, Jack three fifty on an, an an amazing career, and of course his career started way back with some Morocot back in uh, Thailand, well before he came to Perth. But yeah, but well done on a great career, Jack. Um, awesome to you. Congratulations to, to Leo. Leo to Leah and the pit for an amazing fight and for taking the win. All right, here we are, MTGP, with your Nike and Optum Challenge winner. Oh, man, Leo Nugent, well done, bro. That was awesome, man. Epic. Yeah. Thank you. Man, that's a big fight, big challenge. Great, great opponent. Give me a quick feel just straight away. What's your quick feels after the fight? Uh, A few, few, yeah, a few great. Uh, I come into the fight, uh, I I don't really had any expectation or nerves. I I just take it as it come. Um, I I was relaxing there. I was enjoying it in there. And, um, 
Yeah, man, I'm top. Uh, I'm on top of the world right now, and getting interviewed by The Rock himself. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, pleasure, pleasure. Oh man, that's awesome. Uh, thanks for the shout, bro. Look, I, I love, I love watching you fight. I've been against you a couple of times with Tim Mitchell from our gym. I'm absolute wars, and and just crack a fight, man. And well done on those wins too, man. You're such a beast. Love watching you fight. Love the effort and the energy that you put in, but. You put in that effort and energy, but you do it in a composed state. It's a, you're really good, man. I really love it. So, look, Jack 300, uh, well, Jack 350. Now, one of my favorite fights as well, watching him. Yeah, Obviously, one of mine. yours as yeah, well. Yeah. Like, tell us a bit about that. What was it like stepping over the ropes and you look across and, and like, he's there. And I know, you know, you said you you accepted the fight. You want to yeah. fight him. But what was it like actually stepping over and, and he's there facing you? Oh, m bro, it's unreal, unreal. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I accepted the fight maybe uh, 10 weeks ago. Ten like weeks ago yeah, yeah. yeah w w no, I, I couldn't say no. And it's still very surreal that yeah, I, I yeah. step in there with Jack and, yeah. you know, uh, come out on top. It's amazing. It, it, it was. I knew it was very much of a mental game. Yes. Uh, I'm very confident with my physical condition. Yes. Yep. But um, on with Jack, you just really have to be uh, on the ball, not be able to make mistakes. And, you know, you always pay as you make mistakes yeah. with, with someone that sharp and yeah. that experienced. Man, I think what an opportunity, what an experience for you and, and the mindset you had going in, obviously ready for that. And watching Jack, you and Jack in the fight as well, there was just like back and forth, back and forth, like making this bang payback, making this payback, you're getting him, he's getting you. And it just looked like you were just that little bit stronger, a little bit faster in your comebacks. And I just, man, man, what a great mindset going in that you yeah. had because you really executed your game plan well. And man, he was throwing... I tell you, what, he was throwing some like tricky things, man. Yeah, stuff yeah. out of the box stuff as well. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I, I've been watching him for a very long time, and uh, leading up to this, I, I watched him even more all his yeah. um, previous previous fight, and yeah. I had uh, I have my head coach uh, Roy Wills fought him a couple of times, beat him a couple yeah. of times. Uh, I had Sam who used to train with him at yeah. Cal Sock, so I have all the right advices uh, uh, and the right people who guide me around me. Um, so I, I was I was very confident with my game plan. Um, and it's just a matter of executing, Ex executing yeah, it in yeah. in the in the ring. Uh, and yeah, I just trying to stay relaxed. Uh, I kn I knew I I can't be tensing up and you know grunting yeah, yeah. and yep, going yep. for a hard shot because it's very very tricky, very slippery, very hard to catch. Yeah, yeah. So I just uh, I just have to um, uh, you know stay with uh, uh, light on my feet, um, yep. trying to stay relaxed and um, yeah j responsive. Responsive. Yeah. Hundred percent. Really responsive. And look, and let's just talk about it a little bit. Like, so we've got some amazing people to thank in your team. Like, man, who would you like to send a family, friends, and also teammates? Who would you like to send a thanks to for this amazing win, man? All the boys in the gym, you know, yep. gr grinding it with me in and out. You know, yep. all the pet holders, all the coaches, all the boys that train with me. I mean, I, I couldn't thank them enough. You know, they've been with me for quite a long journey now, and uh, I'm, I'm nowhere. I, I am who I am today because of uh, the the boys around me. Oh, man, well done. Well, look, let's give a huge congratulations here. Leo, well done, man. Great fight. Um, very impressive display. Love to watch you back again one time, and I think I just want to see you enjoy this moment. Well done. Yeah. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Awesome. Thanks to MTGB for putting Leo on and putting such a great fight on with Jack as well. Thank you. Thank you very much. Awesome, guys. Um, okay, great Two interview, Leo. Thank you very much. Next bout. Yeah, and Leo, always well-spoken. Um, you know, Daniel brings out the best of, of Leo, yeah. but just the way that he um, he speaks and the way that Leo carries himself and the, yeah. the respect he just had for Jack uh, in that interview was uh, was first class. So yeah. well, well done to you, Leo. Thank you, thank you. Right, we've got two more fights to go. Really looking forward to having Alex the Viking uh, Ooh, Roberts join us in a little while. He's just arrived. He's going to be, yeah, he's going to take a seat with us on the couch here <laughs> upstairs of GTG in the, uh, in the, uh, the, the, 
what, what was this? This was the old tattoo parlour, wasn't it? Um, or, or accessory shop. Yes, so, so looking forward to having Viking. But let's um, let's get to let's it. discuss fight number seven. Brought to you by longtime sponsors of our show, Salt Float Studio in South Perth. Oh, if you've never had a salt float, go and check them out. Say hello to the owner Steve down there on Canning Highway, South Perth. Um, you're not floating. You're not living. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, from the blue corner, we had Jay Fletcher from Amma Gym. Versus uh, Gareth Smith from Monsters Inc. Muay Thai, 61 kilo, 5x3. Again, Gareth Smith, unbelievably, after he made his comeback after eight or nine years out of the ring and beat Nathan Embleton last December on domination. His second fight, he takes on the state champion, Iska state champion, and highly rated, huge prospect for Australian Muay Thai, Jay Fletcher. I mean, what a hard match to take. And tell you what, this was another barn burner and a very close fight, Gav. This fight was a very close fight um, decision-wise. But Jay Fletcher got the nod and congratulations to Jay. What a great what a great uh, win by him. But outstanding performance from Gareth as well. And, you know, much much of a smaller man, Gareth. You don't really realise it until you kind of see him standing next to Jay. And Jay's Jay a tall, Jay rangy Fletcher, fighter. Jay Flat. Jay Fletcher is very tall. Yeah, 61, yeah, yeah, 61 yeah. kilos. Yeah. yeah, again, I think he'll I think move through. Th- in height. I think he'll move through the um, from lightweight. I think he'll move through the, l- the categories pretty quickly as well. But one of the f- funny things that I didn't know about Jay Fletcher, and I'll just share it on the podcast, was I was looking for him after the fight to give him his purse, and his dad went, "Oh, I'll t- I'll take it." He hadn't played. He hadn't paid his. These were his words. He hadn't paid his board for about four or five weeks, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh." I know that accent. Where are you from? And he goes, oh, I'm from Leeds. And I went, oh, where are you from? I, I'm from Leeds. I went, oh, I'm from Rodley. And he told me where he was. And I was like, no way. So Close I to where you were? I didn't even know Jay Fletcher was from Yorkshire and he was a Leeds lad. So how, f- how funny is that? No, he was... He was, he was born over there. Yeah, and he, he had go. a Yorkshire accent as well. So how funny is that? I've, I've had Jay Fletcher on MTGP a few times and yeah. I never knew his family were from Leeds. Yep, from your hometown. Mm, crazy. Um, yeah, but well his, dad didn't, his yeah. dad didn't get his purse. I gave it to Jay. I was <laughs> going to say, please, I hope you gave it to the fighter. <laughs> so, yeah, this this fight was um, highly skillful, guys. Highly skillful. Um, Jay, uh, I think Jay just kind of used his advantages in that, um, you know, he, his long-rangey, uh, you know, limbs, keeping Gareth at bay. Gareth, of course, very smart fighter o- and also was aggressive in his own right. How did you see the fight, Gav? Oh, <coughs> it was a bit of backwards and forwards of uh, Muay Thai chess. Uh, um, Gareth, I felt like needed to close the distance a little bit more, but I think Jay hard Fletcher with such a dis- yeah, um, difference yeah. in height though. Yeah, dis- it, well that's what I, that's what mm. I was saying earlier about mm. Iskander and Shower as well. Yeah, that's when you find in those range of fighters, you've got to fake either the body kick or the fake the knee, and the really step in with the left kick or the left knee and really close the distance. And it's and it's and it's it's really hard to d- it's easier said than done when you're doing that when you find out. Yeah, and Jay was on his bike; he was moving well too. Yeah, his distance made distance and his his travelling was done well. Uh, but uh, n- again, credit to both boys. Was this uh, was this three threes? Five by threes. Five, five by, by threes. threes. Yeah, yeah. This was uh, a good fight. Jay Fletcher, how old's Jay? Twenty. Oh, I couldn't tell off the top of my head. It'll, it'll be, yeah, twenty, not right? Young, small twenty. He has a very bright, bright future, and yeah, he's had what 12 Yeah, yeah. And Brett, as you know, we at Gym, we also know. That they always get them in tip-top oh, Brett's condition. Awesome, man. He's, he's yeah. a great coach. Been a, a, a 
you know, Emma Jim has been very successful in BJJ and Muay Thai for such a long time. Mm. And props to Brett. I mean, Brett's that kind of coach that will be at Muay Thai Grand Prix till, till midnight. And the very next morning, you'll see in social media, 8 a.m., he's got fighters at the gym. <laughs> 6 a.m. Because they're, in, because they're in fight camp and he wants to look after those next yeah. fighters who are fighting in a, in a week or two weeks' time. And he's yeah. putting in the hard yards on a Sunday morning. You know, this is from, this is from a bloke who's ran his own gym for many years. So I think props to, to get, Brett. I think we need to get Jay, Jay Fletcher a state title next, I think. Well, he's up there. I mean, he, he's... I know he's state champion, right? Yeah, well, let's, let's have a look at the rankings and see where he sits. But he, he'd have to be up there. In the he's top. up there now, he'd have, sure. he'd be in the top one or two in the state, I would have thought, mm. for the division. So, um, yeah, look, well done to Jay. I've got to say, though, well done to, to Bertolami and to Gareth for taking these fights. I mean... Hard fights. I've said it before, but who would have... Who, who ever in their, might in their, in their own mind would, t- would have taken on Nathan Hamilton the way he did with his first fight in eight years and then to back that up against a complete different style of, of fight yeah. um, against the young gun... Yeah, against the young gun and Jay Fletcher. It was very admirable by Gareth Smith. It was a close fight. Nothing to really be too, too worried about, and I'm pretty sure Gareth will be back um, hopefully, uh, for one or more, one or two more fights before he's done, because um, it'd, be, it'd be nice, uh, be nice to, to to see him, see him again. Man, I'm with your winner, Jay Fletcher. Man, well done, bro. Awesome stuff, man. Thank awesome. You. Thank you. Awesome. Look, let's. Um, that was a that was a freaking war, bro. Like yeah. seriously, that was sick. That was a sick fight. Yeah. I just want a quick recap from you. Um, how did you how did you feel getting into the ring? Felt really good getting into the ring. Yeah. Um, went through training camp. Did everything we needed to do, yep. plus more. Got great coach in my corner, great team, so couldn't do anything better in that. Oh, amazing, that amazing! And like having that, you like you said, great coach, great team as well behind you. What was uh, what was the game plan? What did you guys work on getting ready for this? What helped you get ready for this fight with um, a tough fight with Gareth? Yeah, we worked. Um, obviously, he's Southport, so he come out with yes. them strong Southport tactics. Yeah, it's exactly what he did really well. Yep. Um, we just kind of tried to. Um, Mirror what he would do to me. Yeah. So yeah, that nice. that he do the left kick, I do the right kick. Yeah. Yep. Fair game. So, um, just that with the um, heavy hands to follow. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful man, it was. And I tell you, yeah, b- beautiful kicks from both sides. Beautiful hands as well. Like nice, nice speed on the hands too. They were really good. Yep. Um, what what was your what was your keys to victory? What what was a couple of things that really won it for you tonight, then, man? Man, it was just getting away from them kicks. Yeah. And um, just getting my kicks in wherever because yep. the punches. They were hard to get in on him. Yeah. He's got really good yeah. boxing. Yep. So I just had to time them right kicks. Yep. And obviously, I did a little bit better than he did. But, yeah, man. man, he's tough. Man, look, we're yeah. just going to we'll give a shout-out as well to Gareth, man. Well done. Tough yep. fight. Amazing fight. And when you win a tough fight like that, bro, man, that's epic. Yeah, how do you feel, man? Tell us how you feel. It feels really good to um, take on a name such yeah. as Gareth, who's come yep. off some amazing wins. Yep. Obviously, he's come out of retirement. Yep. Fucking big props to him. Yeah, big props. Multiple big times props. state champion, as as yourself, as you are too. Uh, I think he's had like 17, 18 fights now, you know, compared to your 10 or so, yeah? yeah that's my 11th, yeah. That's 11th. Awesome, man. Well, look, um, just want to say quick shout-out. Who do you want to thank? Uh, personal thanks, uh, you know, coach, team, friends, family. Yeah, got coach, Coach Brett. He's been in my corner since Beautiful. fucking forever. Yeah, awesome. Fuck <laughs> yeah, brother's been, Fuck be, yeah. been with him since I was seven years old. He's like a father to me. Awesome, bro. Big brother. Awesome. Um, yep. Got Melbourne, Jason in the yep. corner, yep. and all the teammates there. Yep. But most importantly, family. Yeah, man. Beautiful. They've always got my back. But awesome. Yep. All right, man. All right, what's next for you, bro? What's next? I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> don't know. Get some food. Get some food. Get some rest. Get some ice on the arms, and we'll get you back, man. Awesome. Mate, great win. Well done. Thanks, and we'll see you for the next fight. One last one coming up. Main event. Awesome, bro. Well done. Right, guys. um, 
this now takes us to the co-main event, WBC Heavyweight International title, fight number eight, uh, sponsored by a very good sponsor, carco.com. This was uh, for the Heavyweight International title, five by three rounds. Steve Panda Banks, who's a coach out of Phuket, top team, the big American, coming out to Perth to take on Alex, the Viking Roberts from the pit. Big thanks and shout out to Alex, our WBC international champion, all the way from Perth, WA. Alex, welcome, sir. How's that you boys? How's it going here? How did that feel, mate? You must have woken up in the morning pretty excited. Oh, mate, it was a fantastic feeling. It was a... It's one of those surreal moments in your life where you stand there and you're just kind of trying to take it in in the ring and it's just, uh, like I said, it's just dreams coming true. And you had your mates in the ring, didn't you? Like That's so it, you yeah, I pulled everyone up in. Try that was only about half of them got in there, but <laughs> uh, I was thinking, oh, maybe I'll break this ring. I was shitting myself thinking the ring's got to break, the, the board's got to break any minute. No, and, that, and that's... Uh, Having all your mates in the ring like that at the end with your photograph and your belt. That's Amazing like mem- memories. Memories forever, right? And that's and the first time for us. Yeah, and Alex's partner, Fong, was on the card as well. She yep. won as well. They both got a photograph on the weigh-in and then with the belts. Uh, so that's like memories for life, really. We had, a lot, of of, we had a lot of first timers with the um, the girls uh, that we discussed earlier, obviously with the draw, and then Daniel Dawson having to interview both of them at the same time. Um, but when all those boys, those big fellows, were getting in the ring, I was worried because I think the average weight was about 105 kilos and there was about 40 of them in there, Alex's <laughs> mates. Yeah, <laughs> they weren't small. <laughs> so, Alex, um, I'm not sure. I mean, we haven't really talked too much about um, if the fight panned out the, the way you thought it would. I certainly know you quite well. I know that you, you probably weren't mucking around wanting the fight to go the distance, so I'm pretty sure it went to plan as far as that goes. Big props to Panda. He's such a nice guy. I mean, we all met the next day with Panda and yourself, Alex, and Gavin, and we... Uh, you guys sipped on coffee? Yeah, he's a, yeah, he's some pizza for lunch at the raffles, but he was just a good dude to talk to, wasn't he? Oh, yeah, such a fantastic bloke and a uh, heart of gold and, you know, he's always keen to fight and he's got a bloody tough head as well, doesn't he? Mate, <laughs> you hit him with some heavy shots. He's got a tough head, that's for yeah. sure. And as I said on the the podcast prior to the fight, I said it was going to be a durable test for Alex, but I actually said on the podcast, if you remember, Alex would come through this. I think for Alex's size age and experience and technical abilities as a heavyweight Alex is a very big tall strong heavyweight and he has got the credentials now to go and challenge Lyndon for the WBC world title well I mean the the world's on notice in the heavyweight division there's no (laughs) doubt with Alex but before we get to that let's just let's just talk to Alex and ask him to run us through his thoughts of the fight and um, you know what what was going through his mind at the time well yeah obviously um the Panda being a big southpaw, I was going to obviously mm. try and use that right kick and the right hand a lot. So uh, the first thing was just managing that distance because I know he just loves to come forward and just your teeps to his stomach yeah, your teeps and your good. right hand to the stomach. That was new. yeah. So that was that was just managing a few times. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was just uh, trying to manage that distance. Obviously, he's such a big guy that wants to come forward on you. You've just got to obviously get that respect straight away. Yep. And then so yep. that was uh, yeah, getting those teeps going and just trying to really dig him in there and start taking a bit of the wind away. So it, it definitely put him off because he wasn't landing really anything clean at all with his hands to be honest every time he came in to throw you just keep him at bay with with uh, big shots to the body whether it be a teep or to with your right hand mate so that definitely worked well done yeah it was uh he worked out it worked out a treat and then um obviously threw a few right kicks but then they just didn't land as well the teep was working all day so just stuck with the teep in the right hand yeah teep and then then you started to work your hands a bit more didn't you Alex you were going through the le- left hook to the body and then a few overhand rights I think he caught him with I think it looked like one of them broke his nose to be honest when I saw it I think it was in at round two, I think you looked like you broke his nose, and then he he was a bit edgy from there onwards. But you had good hand combinations, mm. left left hook to the liver, and then I think yeah, you just you just yeah, the overhand yeah. right, the overhand right mm. got him a few times over the guard. Yeah, and I think from then onwards, I, I, you could see he was like slowly, so slowly subduing the writing was on the card. As I said, I think you know. Yeah. 
it was durable um, and a really good test for Alex. But if you listen, as I said earlier, if you listen to the podcast, I said Alex will come through this. I think Alex, for his size and his physique and his technical abilities at a heavyweight, is a force to be reckoned with. Oh, uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, a big um, one. Just getting back to the, the fight, um, obviously, Alex, I know you quite well. I've refed you many times. In fact, I'm pretty sure I refed your very first fight. I think we discussed that the other day versus the Kiwi boy from... Um, Chantel's gym yep, yep, in Mandra on domination. Mandra, I think that was, yeah, that was very first one. Full kit. Yeah. So, full, so, full kit. So, so I do, I do, I do, and, I, and I've also commentated you a few times as well. So I know you're stole pretty well. I think that was the first time I've seen you, um, and I hope I'm not talking out of school here, but normally what I know of you, when you smell blood, you you go all out, full bore for the attack. So you just go nuts. And you didn't do that against Steve. I, I, got, I, I got the impression that you were holding yourself back. Sometimes you have gone for blood and the fights end up going the distance and maybe you haven't been able to stop people like you maybe you thought you would have. This looked a lot more calculated. You really did weight your shots and rather than just rushing, um, you really did pick your shots and waited for him to make mistakes before he swooped. Yeah, that was it because uh, yeah, like, as you said, it happened a few times in the past where I've just gone mental trying to get people out of there and then... And it doesn't doesn't work as well as if you just. You said I mean, you still won those fights easily, but yeah, yeah. But it. obviously, we want the, we want the stoppages. Yep, so I'm yep. really uh, just hunting all stoppages now. I don't want I don't want any of my fights to go the distance. I want to put yep. a show on for the crowd. So, like you said, we set him up, and as well because he pan is a big guy. He's nearly 130 kilos, so mm. he can still catch you with something if you oh if you're yeah, swinging wild and coming hell. in, and you get hit with something, then you can obviously change the change how the fight goes down. So obviously, we still Mate, set any, him up. Any bloke six foot six that steps in the ring at nearly 130 kilos and does the split straight off the bat. <laughs> Just to impress the crowd, <laughs> that tells me he's got a head kick from hell. I mean, that was quite funny. I didn't, I did not expect to see that from him. Yeah, that was, a, that was a nice part. I was watching that from out the back of the party. Tricks he went down. I went, oh, watch, watch out for the head kick. Yeah, he's going to yeah. be able to kick in the head. So uh, yeah, watch that. Yeah, but I th- look, like I said, I just thought it was really interesting. You, sh- you showed some really good discipline, mate, and you showed uh, a new kind of self-control that we haven't seen of you before, where you just waited, waited, and pick your pick your shots. You're definitely a man on a mission, and. Um, I think once it, once that started happening, there was no way that fight was going to go the distance. Yeah, that's right. I think for Alex as well, uh, having an opponent like uh, Panda was a durable opponent, uh, been around a, a bit, had some very strong, tough fights. Hard head. Hard head, as Alex was saying. And I think Alex came through you know, on that, and that's a big one for his CV now. And we just we just strike while the iron's hot, and we just keep keep pushing and promoting Alex now to, yeah. to get him to the world title stage. And then hopefully, you know... Uh, a classic fight for October. Well, well, Panda ranked number three in the world of WBC heavyweight and a former super heavyweight WBC world champion. So definitely no mug. And I think it's fair to say that most people, in fact, al- almost probably anyone, would not have lasted that long with, with the, the punishment that he took. So that's good big props to him for, you know, being able to take that for so long. But, you know, you can only take that for so long. Mm, <laughs> if that's that right. makes any sense. Yeah. <coughs> but, yeah, so, Alex, um, any final thoughts on that fight before we get on to... Um, uh, some some other stuff to discuss about you moving forward this year. Uh, no, the, the fight uh, went went to plan. Like you said, we got out there, we executed. Like you said, you always have a few little hiccups in camp, so we uh, yeah. we we got through them and then um, went out there and executed on the day and got the job done and put a show on for the crowd and uh, got the crowd sure excited, did. which is what I, what I aim to do. Yeah. And then hopefully, like you said, next uh, October, this October coming up, we can uh, put on another show. We we can do. Um, did, you and out, did you come up? Did you come up with any injuries, Alex? Or were you fresh? No, no, coming yeah. out pretty fresh from that oh, one. So just good. just a bit sore from having a 130 kilo guy <laughs> kicking kick kick the legs a few times. <laughs> a little bit well, sore. Checking kicks, even checking yeah. kicks hurt when they're that yeah, big. Sure. Well, fun fact for the listeners: we met the next day for lunch with yourself and with Steve, and um, we're walking through the raffles. There's all the mums and dads kind of sitting out there, and there's Big Panda with, the, with his eye closed and a massive scar down his forehead. He could hardly walk. Big Al was limping. It just looked so funny, and these guys you know, sitting down and having their coffee together. 
I think people yeah. started realising what had happened the night before. Yeah. It, was, it was quite funny. Hey, should we tell the listeners as well about the uh, the pre um, pre fight uh, nervous wreck we had, Darius, the twenty four hours before? Yeah, We've why not? Let's yeah. let's yeah. let's, let's <coughs> tell yeah, them what sure. happened. Just yeah. So we had uh, <coughs> we had border force uh, border force Australia uh, immigration looki- immigration uh, looking to not bring Panda into the uh, into the country. So they had him on detainee for like four or five hours, and they were quizzing him. And not uh, and everybody who was on the podcast the week before would have known that we'd cancelled the fight um, with with um, um, what's his name Maxima Vickers opponent oh Jack um, Kennedy yeah Jack Kennedy so we'd already had the the, s- the other one of the other main well, was it was actually the same day we'll same day yeah. yeah so we we'd had a phone call from Panda <laughs> saying oh no 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 it gets better than that we actually I picked him up we actually walked out of there but we were in the car park leaving when the immigration right. came running after us we need to talk to you we need to talk to you. And I'm spinning. I'm spinning out, going. This is like 10:30 at night. I'm still in my work clothes, and um, they they made they asked him a few questions when he got off the plane, and he actually told me a couple of things about his visa, which I won't disclose on here, that that he that he did, and so they wanted to ask him a few questions. So I've gone and taken a seat, and an hour later I'm still waiting. And then they've come and they've interrogated me, and so they're asking me all these questions. I didn't think we're going to see him again, to be honest, Gav. Yeah, so f- so four out four and a half hours later, he pings me a message saying, "Oh, I'll just sleep in the airport." It was about <laughs> it was about <laughs> two in the morning. So I had this vision of you know like I was fast asleep. I, I had this vision of you know um, uh, what's his name from the terminal where he's pushing the trolley around trying to find dollars trying to feed himself. Uh, what's his what, name? What? Uh, Tom Hanks. You know when he's oh, pushing yeah, yeah. pushing the trolleys around trying to find a dollar trying to get something to eat. I had a vision of that like a big big twenty t- two stone bloke like trying to feed himself. It, it was quite. It was quite so comical. Him up. Yeah, it was. It was. It was very nerve-wracking after we just lost the uh, Jack Kenny, so obviously that day. But the the point being, he was held by detention or by immigration for about three or four hours. I left. Uh, I left the airport about eleven, eleven thirty at night. Because I didn't. I wasn't all that confident he was going to get out, to be honest. And then I wake up in the morning and do all these messages saying they've let me out. It was three o'clock in the morning. He was having a snooze, waiting for us to wake up. Yeah. To, so to we organise him to the hotel. Yeah. So we picked him up. Uh, yeah. And Paul and Alex didn't almost get a fight and almost didn't get the green belt, but. Uh, Fair play, to, fair play to Panda. We dropped him back at the hotel. We gave him a breakfast, and he went straight back to bed. Straight so back to bed. <laughs> these are all these are all just some of the things that you know people don't like, see. People don't see. We were thinking, oh shit, are we going to make this phone call to Alex and and to the pit? So and so just quickly before we move on, uh, it is a nice touch to talk about um, Alex and someone who's uh, you know very close to us, obviously in Fon, and for you, Gav, to have had her from her very first fight, um, to have trained her from from scratch, and now become a state champion. That must be a special moment, Alex. Oh uh, yeah, for, for you two together to fight on the same show, both in your belt, some amazing stuff, eh? Yeah, it was fantastic to do a do a full camp together and then uh, put up with all the uh, the fun bits of the camp and, and the highs and the lows. But uh, the good part was for me, I wasn't cutting weight. So that, uh, well, I saw Fon's <laughs> post today. She she attributed her 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 um her uh, her, her shreddedness to, yeah. to yourself. Yeah, well, so she's she's done fantastic for the last three well years done to, to you get as back well. from an ACL, a UCL, and uh, all the other injuries, and then just the time off with COVID and everything. So yeah, so we did uh, we did discuss. So now we just got to, now we just got to get a heap of fights. Now isn't we it? Do. We just got to uh, get her active because uh, yeah. I think she's definitely. Uh, oh, could be one of the best in the world. So yeah, if, she can, she uh, if she can dedicate that time to train and get after it, then there's uh, the sky's the limit for her. Absolutely. She 53 Absolutely. pretty easy, didn't she? Oh, yeah. yeah. She could easily be down easy. to 52. And we started at 58. Lighter. We started at 58. <laughs> can, you, can you believe that? And look how she is now at 53. Well, I mean, 52 like, kilos. Wow. She's a beast, isn't she? Yeah, she's, she's a beast she's at 53. So 53. And a half, 52. 52, I reckon. 52 to 53, 54. Yep. But yeah, force. Yeah, well, you got her personal <coughs> conditioning coach here, so we'll have to ask him, mate, what weight. <laughs> easy, easy. <laughs> All right, so um, let's discuss um, some exciting news. Um, and, of course, um, 
it's all on the go at the moment. Nothing is, um, you know, nothing is uh, booked yet, but it is coming. And Gav WBC uh, have obviously uh, told us that, of, of course, after that awesome performance, Big Al now qualifies to fight for the uh, WBC World Heavyweight Title. That's right. So I've I've put a request into uh, the Nolsey Academy gym in the UK, uh, requesting our October show for a title defence. Uh, of Lyndon versus Alex. Alex is now the WBC international champion and Lyndon is the current WBC world champion and it's a fight that we need to make. Lyndon's been unactive since last year since he won his uh since he made a defense of his title. So he's you know he's great fighter he is too. He's great fighter, yeah. My old my, one of my old coaches friends we fought his his brother Christian for the UKMF world uh English title. Sorry about back in 2002, I think it was. Yeah, my friend Glenn fought his his brother for the wow. for the British title. So I, I do know the Nolsey Academy gym pretty well. Um, it's been a good sport on social media because a few people <coughs> have not so much caught him out, but have said, you know, Alex has won the international. What about this would be? And he's been a great sport by riding. Yep, let's oh, do it. looking forward to it, and he can't wait. So he's he's been really good as well. Yeah, hundred percent. It's the fight that's this the fight that Australia needs to see now. Alex is on tear. I believe that Alex is probably one of the best, if not the best, heavyweight Muay Thai champions, and I'm not just saying it because he's sat next to me. He has all the goods. He's tall. He has well. There's, there's two. The two, isn't there? We don't. We don't know. Yeah. We d- yeah. You know, obviously uh, Alex is a hometown boy, but uh, it's going to be an amazing fight. That's for sure. So, so um, with the champion, who's the, who's the champion? The British Linda Linda Knowles. Yeah. Does he call whether whether he flies out here or? What's well, what's the deal there? It's, well, it's normally the pr- well, normally if he's the champion, he'll, he'll take the best offers, and uh, yep. they've asked for their offer. We've we've come to the table on their offer. We've yep. given them the date. It's availability, really. It's the availability. The WBC yeah. have said yes. Uh, they've contacted Lyndon and the and the Knowles Academy gym. We've given them a date, so now we're just waiting for a response. They yep. have a certain. T- yep. They have to respond. Yeah, that's right. And look, it's it, I think it comes down to more availability. We know Big Alex is obviously ready to rock and roll for our next show, October fourteen. Um, you know, we've got to respect his schedule and their schedule, so we just hope that um, it all works out. But, um, yeah, I, I think going by his comments, he's, he's pretty keen, Gab, so I, I can't keen, see him yeah. wanting yeah. to back away from this one. Alex, any thoughts on that, mate? Yeah, oh, well, we've obviously had a little exchanges on social media, and he's yeah. uh, fantastic. He's keen to come to Australia. He'd, lo- yeah. he'd love a trip down here to... Uh, I mean, why wouldn't you want to come out here? Why would you want to come to Australia? Like yeah. I said, if, if, October, if, if you could do it over there or do it over here, why wouldn't you do it over here? Yeah, look, it will bring him out a bit, bit early before the fight so he can get to see a bit yeah, of Perth and do the... Yeah, get to Perth, hang around for a little bit after. Well, a fun fact, Caitlin Tucker, who just fought Victoria... Uh, she didn't make it for lunch uh, with us the next day. Her coach came along. She hopped on a ferry first thing in the morning with a boyfriend and went to Rottnest for the day. <laughs> the very next morning after fighting or not before. <laughs> so there's some great touristy things they can do. And, you know, I don't think there's... I think most English people love uh, love to come to Perth and enjoy our weather and get out and about. And so we'll be quite accommodating with that, won't we, Gav? 100%. We'll look after them. We'll look after everybody who comes. So yeah, yeah, all, our, all our fighters, <coughs> our coaches... Our internationals and our interstates, we look after them with a with a, a, a late model motor vehicle through our sponsors, through through Carco and some other yards that have been great supporters for us. So they get their own car. There's no taxis. There's no Ubers. They've got freedom to to see a bit of Perth and, and get out and about. So um, if the date, if the dates line up as well, I think Haggerty will look to make a one championship defence in Thailand as well. So hopefully it will all. He's from the same camp. Isn't yeah, he's from the same camp. So hopefully it'll work out. out work out right. They could probably fight on the uh, one championship on the Friday and then maybe fly out. You know, Saturday or one of yeah, it'd be, tight, be close, yeah, be close. Yeah, or, or it might be f- might fall the week before or the week after. So mm. hopefully the dates fall in, fall in our fall in our uh, in our uh, 
in our favour. So, yep. but no, the the wheels are in motion. Well I've contacted the WBC. I've yeah, contacted it's all, it's the Rose Academy. Let's uh, so Alex, what what do you know of of Linda Martin? Because a man like you, I know you d- do your research on all the. The, the top fighters out there. What, what's your thoughts on Lyndon and what research have you done? What do you know about him, mate? Yeah, yeah obviously, I watched plenty of his fights and uh, like I said, he's a good, strong fighter. Uh, like quick, he puts, isn't he? he puts quick and he puts the pressure on because like you said, he, he's the shorter man so he's he likes to, he pushes forward, he yeah. closes that space and obviously throws the heavy shots so yeah. I'm uh, definitely excited to fight him because I think my style and his style together will just Amazing. Is, it really is a good match. Well, the WBC I mean. is one of the fights that needs to be made this year to, yeah. to, to the very world. Very excited about it, WBC. Yeah, yeah. two very active fighters. WBC World Heavyweight title in October in Perth. It doesn't get any better than that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and to any, any uh, I mean, without giving away any of your game plan there, Alex, I, I'm, I'm assuming you've got something in mind for him and the way that you want to fight him. Is there anything that he's got that you've got to really be careful of? What's his, what's his major weapons, mate, that you've got to be wary of? Oh mate, he does love a good knee to the knee in the clinch. So he does, uh, he does right. work the legs hard. So Maybe. I know he definitely, uh, he got, he's got a nice leg kick, and he, he even hunts the legs when you're in the clinch. There, he's got, he's, like I said, he's strong, gets his low grip, and he, uh, he, he knees a lot, uh, and he's very busy in the clinch. So obviously yeah. that's somewhere where they can, they can try and uh, take over. But obviously I'm, I'm the much taller guy. Yeah, yeah. Definitely got an advantage in that How respect. Tall is, he, is he six foot? Now? I think he's about six foot. Yeah, yeah I so. think so. Yeah, um, so yeah, I think, I think it's going to be a great matchup. And um, I'm so excited about uh, yep. having the opportunity to uh, to fight him and put on uh, a show here. And like I said, bring the green gold back to Australia. So. Yeah. Well, look, he comes to fight. There's no doubt about it. He's aggressive. He's a, he's a bit of a ball of muscle too, Gab. So he um, he throw he throws down. He's probably that short and stockier type, um, you know, powerful type striker, I suppose. So that against the bigger man, Alex, who's who's obviously we know how Alex is built, but you know, the taller version. I mean, it just it's pretty exciting, Gab. Yeah, it's a very exciting fight. As I said to you earlier, it's two two uh, major world class athletes uh, competing. You know, Alex is is reputable. He's put on his uh, uh, show of last week, winning the international. Alex, you've done your dues, man. He's I'll done his dues. He's ready. The proper way He's ready to get the opportunity. Yeah. You know, How old do you know, Alex? Thirty thirty two. Uh, thirty four. Thirty four. Alex is a young, young heavyweight. Young. So young man. Yeah, young heavyweight. So he gets this, defends this belt two times a year, and then he goes on to glory. Uh, that's what I'll say to him offli- offline. He needs to be on glory, 100%. <laughs> well, look, you know, you look at his last couple of fights. Uh, obviously, the fight on um, domination only, what, five, six weeks before yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Panda. And, you know, that, that Turkish Turkey, six foot eight, and uh, if for gold medals. If a couple of times, if for gold medal. I think he's had a couple hundred fights as well. Yeah, the amateur system. Wow. Ba- well, back in Turkey, the amateurs, <laughs> it's like the Belarus, the, the amateur yeah, system there is out of this season. world. It's nothing like we do here. They have a, you know, we're talking about people who fight from, you know, five, six years of age, of course, and they work their way up. But yeah. they, they fight amateur for, for so long. And, you know, for those people out there listening that are right into the pro scene and love all the big shows in Australia, um, the amateur scene around the world on these in these international tournaments, like, like you know, the major one being IFMA, obviously, um, is hardcore. And some yeah. of the fighters you get in these tournaments uh, are Europeans major, too. major, major Eastern fighters. Europeans. So for, for Alex to really, you know, let's be honest, Alex demolished the IFMA gold medalist. So um, that was big props. And then, uh, you know, fair to say you probably did the same thing for the international belt last week. Yep. So, so you're on a bit of a tear, Alex, and you've thoroughly deserved the heavyweight shot. And I know Gav and I, you know, w- we love giving people opportunities, reading the messages this week. I haven't been that active on social media this week because I've just needed a break. But um, there's some of the messages from people uh, that fought on that show last week, some of the nice things they've said to us. Alex, your post was amazing thanking us, so we thank you for that. That's what kind of keeps me going. When I see the athletes so appreciative, of the opportunities um, that were given. You know, Max, we gave a national title shot at 18 years of age. Um, you know, right. That was his versus Stephen Kirk 
State versus state, state versus sorry state versus first. That's right. Nintendo's 18th birthday would give state. Yeah, but for me, for me, it's like we love doing that, don't we? Get yeah, hundred percent. But it's also like, you know, for the fighters, they put all the ha- if you know as a coach or as a fighter or as an ex fighter or as a, a you know a fight fan, you'll see all the hard work, blood, sweat, and tears, and the sacrifices they're going up, not just in camp all year round. They'll have a week or two off. Lifestyle, everything. They're yeah. back in the gym and like to see fighters get the belts that they deserve and then the memories. You know, and the money that they deserve, and then it, you know, and we've said it before. And if they're going to be given fair bigness, if Alex goes on to one on to glory, then we've done our job locally Absolutely, as to put him on the world stage. I'd love nothing more than to say yeah. that to Alex. <coughs> yeah. But you know, Alex is is a testament to you know working your way up through the ranks. Um, like I said, starting out um, in Perth uh, as a, as an amateur in pads to to where he is today. Um, you obviously dedicate your your life to. Um, you know, your strength and conditioning and your fitness and, you know, you are what you eat and, um, you know, you're obviously in great shape all year round, not, not just when you are fighting. So it's a long, it's a long uh, term, seven day a week, 24 hour uh, a day kind of commitment. And so you look at all those hard yards that Alex has, um, has done and, um, you know, you thoroughly deserve this opportunity, mate. And uh, I really can't wait. Um, really can't wait to see you uh, fight for it and what will be will be and th- you know the, the best fight of the night will, will win but um, we wish you all the best of luck of course. Oh, thank you so much boys that's uh, like I said massively appreciate all the opportunity you guys have given me and that uh, obviously uh, all the promoters in Perth have given me so I'm just uh, I'm just loving it at the moment. October. October. <laughs> Great October. stuff. October 14 guys big hour fighting for the WBC world heavyweight title. How amazing. Get along. Get it. Alright Al thanks very much mate for joining thank us. You, Al. Thanks Thank you, boys. Thank you very much, Al. See you soon, my friend. How good is Alex Roberts, mate? How professional is that guy? He's not only he's a beast, but he talks quite professional. But I know. You know he, he, he studied, went to university. He's a very successful businessman in his own right with his uh, being a physiotherapist. Yeah. So he, he, he's uh, very talented in all, in all facets of life, right. isn't he? He is my fitness... Um, um, what, what would you say? My... My inspiration, f- inspi- my fitness yeah. inspiration, mate. I, but uh, I seen him train, and I, I, I just follow the way he trains, mate. He's, he's oh, a, I, I he's don't a think you get too many uh, <laughs> people dedicated to their health and fitness and the sport um, and as, no, Alex as Alex is amazing, mate. Um, that was a great night. Good podcast, by by the way. Um, let's thank some detail sponsors. tonight, wasn't it? it thank was. you to it those went, listeners that tuned in. We went deep playing uh, all over the an hour. Playing all the Daniel Dawson interviews is different. We've normally yeah. done it on a few fights, so it's probably going to be a longer podcast. But uh, it's going to be over an hour. People stick, stick in there and listen, it, listen to it to the end. Yeah. But um, do you want to thank some sponsors before we go, guys? Oh, look, you know, we are very fortunate to have some great sponsors, aren't we, Gab? So, look, I'll just, I'll just kind of list them off, rattle them off. But, yeah. um, you know, our sponsors have been amazing to us, and we've got some long-term sponsors now. But I'll just go through them. To the Carlisle Hotel, who are our liquor suppliers, thank you very much to the Carlisle, been with us for many years. To the bar people, uh, to David and Q Bars. Um, yep, thank you to Q Bars for, um, you know, your you, you, yeah, great customer service. But then they do a lot for us behind the scenes, picking up the alcohol. Yeah. The bar, unpacking Cooling it. the alcohol. There's so much Not behind like the scenes that goes into you know <laughs> a big a big operation like our show. To Casimir's Thai Kitchen, thank you to them. Their Thai food is unbelievable. Unbelievable. I've the never pad had thai. one complaint. The pad Thai. Everything oh, they do. Embrace the pad Thai. I've embraced dog. that pad Thai, brother. So nice. There's I haven't a photo- had. There's a, there's a photograph of uh, 
Fondini at the end, and she's with like l- walking out with the belt. And she's like, give me the truck, give me the <laughs> truck. <laughs> we've, we've had we've had Casima since uh, since Melville Rec Center when we had um, the Farrell uh, Eddie Farrell fighting Stefan Lottering. I think Aman did she fight Stephane that night? Lottering. We've had Q- we've had uh, Casima's we've had Casima's Thai Kitchen back at the Melville Rec Center since then, and wow. I don't think I have not had we haven't had any complaints about the food. Oh, Everyone the loves food, the food. The food mm. is all, the so food is uh, authentic. Bob, Bob's Bob's. Um, Auntie Barb sausage rolls, yes. Um, her food is amazing oh, as well for the people in soccer. We're just talking about sponsors here for now. Sorry, Bindi. sorry, sir. So a big <laughs> thank you to Casimir's Thai Kitchen. Um, to Primo Fightwear, Gav. Uh, Primo, oh, um, I mean, our been. show has taken nev- another level since they've uh, gone on board with us. 100%. And a few people were saying it in the gym, like, you know, the growth of our show, but also as well it's nice to see the, the growth of some of our sponsors and brands. And everybody commented on when we first uh, brought Primo on board at the gym. Everybody's like, who's Primo? Where are they? Where are they? And everybody knows now. Well, look at how many athletes around the world are sponsored by Primo, spreading yeah. the, the, yeah. the, the, the word on uh, social Primo media. Primo Fightway, exactly. Primo Fightway. Uh, yeah, and their cri- the, the marketing, their branding, their uh, brand affiliation, their um, uh, athlete sign-up, their... Mm. Uh, Co-branding is a testament to what they believe in and how the sport should be. Um, what's the word? The design, they look, the design, feel, yeah, the feel, the freshness, their, gear's uh, their affiliation. They're going big in China over the next year or two. Good uh, market, along with America. So yeah, I can't, I can't wait to see what those guys do. And thank you ever so much, Primo. Yeah, thanks for sticking by us, and look forward to having them on board in the future. Um, now, speaking of changing our show, Perfect Fam with their videos and Fantastic. their reels. Their professionalism. I mean, we've raved on. We raved you, about you, Perth Fit Fan for a while. So a big thank you to mm. Brendo. Yes. And to Andy or Andrew Crawford. Those two guys are the best in the biz. And I tell you what, anyone wanting to to do um, the work that they do, do yourselves a favour and have a look at Perth Fit Fan because yes. their work is. I know you've it been impressed yeah. by them, Bundy. Mate. Done some work with them. Yes, I have. Um, so thank Perth you. Fit Fan to all the fighters out there and fans and coaches. If you want to get your own grabs of your favourite fighter, Reach hit up Fit Fam. Yeah. They do sell packages of the yeah. videos and absolutely um, beautiful for the for the, for the fighters. They did it the last show and um, the report back from the fighters was they just loved their own personal uh, videos that Fit Fam made. Now it's Andy Barb's turn. So Sorry. Um, no, that's okay. Andy Barb sausage rolls. Big thank you to Barbara, oh, Alice, and Tom. Alec, one of the coaches here uh, yes. from GTG and fighter on the cheeseburger. MTG oh my Beagles. lord! Yeah, that cheeseburger sausage. What the hell is that cheeseburger uh, sausage Alice, roll? I was, was, was listening to Mini T on the commentary, and he said to he said to he said he said to Brett, "I'm having to break some off for my fourth sausage roll." Oh. Who was that? <laughs> Mini T. Oh, d- he said, I'm, <laughs> off, "I'm off for a break some off for my fourth sausage roll." So I had two. the proofs, I the had proofs two. in the. The proofs in the sausage roll. I right? must admit, yeah. I, I have a bit of a sweet tooth sometimes, and I, uh, I, I like to get a bit of. A, I yeah. like to have a bit of a treat from Barbara. She looks after me with. Um, Thanks, Andy. Plenty Bob. of sweets there. Yeah, so very nice. Thank you so much. Um, Carco, did we mention? No, we didn't. Carco.com. <laughs> I mean, you 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 can't be in the market for a used car in the city of Perth and not go see the amazing uh, warehouse there, at Carco.com. They're in Great Eastern Highway in Midland, opposite Midland City. In fact, they're all the same company, owned by the same people. Big thank you to uh, the dealer principal out there, uh, Daniel Davies, and uh, my old mate Troy Byfield, who runs Midland City uh, across the road. But also to Spreehe, the marketing manager. Spreehe's been great helping us. So big thank you to Carco. They help us out with loan cards for all our, our fighters, our international and, um, and interstate guests, as well as supporting us um, with our clothing and our new banner. Well, with, uh, with Carco branding, uh, unbelievable. So thank you to them. Salt Float Studio, our... Other sponsor, 
Um, Salt Float been with us for a long time. Thank you to Steve, the owner there. Um, look, they've been great support supporters from us, and we get a heap of vouchers off them that we love to give out to our people. Uh, thank you. If you're uh, wanting some relaxation, go and check out Salt Float, Canning Hallway, South Perth. To James Bertolami from Monsters Inc. Gym, um, getting on board with us with Gorilla Mansion. Gorilla Mansion. Grab new that, apparel. Mate. Gorilla Mansion. Great, great Gorilla apparel. Mansion. <coughs> the top goes nice with the green and gold belt. Yes. And how good oh, real? How good are oh. those T-shirts, as we've already mentioned. Mate. But to James, personally, mate, thank you so much. Um, Flower Boutique, Gorilla Mansion. Flower Boutique. They've always sponsored our in, shows. In, in the past. Beautiful. Um, and now Gorilla Mansion. And, you know, good luck to James with this. I know he's put mate, a lot into this. Go, and no, I, I really hope Gorilla Mansion, it's we'll talk about in a few years' time, where everyone's wearing and, and knows Gorilla Mansion. So and buying flowers for the fighters after the yeah, show. Yeah, like he's at the start-up <laughs> stage now, but I really look forward to seeing Gorilla nah, Mansion I'm grow. On it. I'm on He's that. branching out, he's James. He's got his gym. He's got he's his a hustler. apparel and he's got his wife's business. So good on you, James. Yeah, good on you for having to crack. Um, to Mandy Hopper. Oh, man. MHD. Two masters. Coaching, hey, mate. wait for this. Two masters degrees. That, <laughs> that, two that masters, young lady two is one degrees. smart I had a good chat cookie. with her on Saturday night. Her Seriously? podcast, I keep saying her podcast is amazing. She's one intelligent. Do you know how smart that is to get two? Not yeah. w- not just one, but two. Yeah. She's actually on what she's um, exp- um the Go for free, Mandy, or go for a PhD, Mandy. <laughs> get yep. a PhD, Mandy. Do it, Mandy. Go um, be a doctor. But look, Mandy's also Doctor Hopper. Fun Imagine that, Doctor Hopper. Doctor Hopper. On the fun shopper. fact, fun fact, boys. Mandy's actually fought on our show a few times. So I not know. only I know. not only is Mandy an amazing sponsor she and supporter of ours, she's also she loves the sport. also fought a great Muay Thai fight in her own, own right. I think she went her first seven bouts roughly undefeated. Seven or eight, yeah, seven or eight yeah. bouts. So right. very strong fighter from from the Ridley camp. So Mandy uh, from us, thank you very much for sticking uh, with us and being uh, do a doctor being degree, be, Mandy. Uh, <laughs> being a sponsor of Muay Thai Grand Prix. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. I can call a doctor. Dr. Hopper when I see her. All right, we're starting to rant now, so we, we, we're better <laughs> we're we're going to wrap, wrap it up. We're, we're um, so when, when is the next uh, Muay Thai Grand Prix? Next one is October, October the 14th. 14th. Yes. October 14th. Last show of the year. We were going to do one in yeah. August, but we're going to go big October. You're going to go big. We're going to blow the we're scene gonna off. We're going to go big. We're going to blow the scene off We've got scales. some things that we're working on, and if they... We're going to uh, go a bigger show. We had, a, we had a bit of a, a setback this week, which we, we won't get into. Yep. Um, but uh, we've got some... You tell me after the pod, We've got mean? some <laughs> big things that we've worked on since then, because, you know, you've got to be agile in, in this in this business and this sport, and you've got to pivot and move really quickly, which... Gavin and I have, and um, yeah, looking forward to some announcements. We probably won't announce just yet, but um, obviously we've talked about our and um, the heavyweight world title, so we'll wait to see how that pans out. Um, nothing is booked there yet, Big but we're pretty confident something's going to happen there. But uh, yeah, keep keep a li- uh, keep an eye out or listening out for some yeah. some announcements coming soon. And don't forget to subscribe. Your notifications will come through because I think we're, we're going to get another one or two. Episodes before we yeah I think we will show. I think we might just dabble a little bit um, yeah. have a couple of episodes before we yeah. do our preview maybe have a special guest but but, I think but so. definitely we'll start whilst after we've announced a few fights we'll start <coughs> we'll start discussing it in no more detail and Boondog D Dog uh, Alex Dini uh, <laughs> thank you ca- very much that was Alex great. Dini was on the couch tonight yeah I just, wa- just want to say along with the sponsors I just want to say a massive thank you to the fighters the coaches and the teams who come out to sponsor our sh- uh, watch our show as well. Thank to the so fans, much. thank to you the fans. so much. Thank you very much. You guys, guys turn up in droves. Um, yeah, we have massive live crowds. The live stream. 
They make the night what it they is. They do. Their you live do. stream's massive. The live crowd's massive. Thank you very much. And to Bundy. <laughs> no. And to Tom Allett from and WA Media. Yeah, WA Media. WA Muay Thai Media. Start a new partnership. Yeah. Kenny Rogers and Dolly Parton. He's aliens in the stream. Who's Dolly Parton then? But good luck Good luck to you, Bundy, and to Tom. Tommy Parton. Tommy Parton. I'm trying to be serious here, boys. Bundy, you've done a lot of work for us over the past year. And we are very appreciative of that. Uh, all the behind-scenes stuff. For those of that that don't know, Daniel Dawson gets all the kudos for the interviews because he does such a great job. But behind the camera and production of those interviews, <laughs> uh, behind the scenes there is Bundy um, recording all of those interviews and getting them ready to be to Coffee, be released. Yeah. So yeah, thank you. good on you, Bundy. Thanks very much. Thanks thank for doing you. the podcast with us. Thank we really you. appreciate no, it. My pleasure, my pleasure. Thank you very much, guys. And we'll see you next episode. We out. We out. Yeah. 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 Wanna bang it out? You know I'm down the pit, never quit. We put in pressure on this shoulder crowd, we hold it down. Man, it's over once my hand cocks. Shout out to the weapon, that's my brother since the sandbox. Man, the time has come for me to prove I mean business is my witness. Rebel boy won't let it go the distance. See, for instance, I shed blood and then I get applause. Everybody, please welcome back the rebel with the cause. Man, the time has come for me to prove I mean business is my witness. Rebel boy won't let it go the distance. See, for Instance, I shed blood and then I get applause. Everybody, please welcome back the rebel with a cause. Clip pushes me hard so I can kick your mouth. In. I ain't talking eastward though, I'm talking quick draw housing. The pit is where my family's at, I'm back inflicting damage. Man, my kicks are like a battle axe that chops you like a can of pass. Clint will get the reference when the rest should get the message. For the coroner in the corner, man, gotta rescue him from the wreckage. I'm a natural disaster, swinging hammers in my hands. Landing on your button, off and meet the canvas. Was the plan kiss you good night with a fist in a fight this is will's will to drill through you for instant delight when you drop to the floor homie you ain't talking no more know the domination's the station so stop watching the score because when your lights go out there's no decision necessary it's an instant win an instant service it's a cemetery